Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. going on everybody it is episode 421 of pop culture crisis my name is brett i'm here with my co-host would you please introduce yourself hi crisis actors it's mary happy friday today we as usual have some special guests in the studio who you guys have already met but i got to meet them for the first time today heather and derek hunter how you guys doing hi uh, you want to introduce yourself? Tell everybody what you do. Hi, I'm Heather Hunter. Um, I work in uh, radio broadcasting. I'm also a, a news writer. Um, also uh, have a homeschool podcast. And um, yeah. That so makes sense me. because you have a very calming radio voice. <laughs> very, <laughs> like, sure. very, very calming, right? Like there's there's, there's a, a book writer. When she's not on mic, she sounds like Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that to my left is Derek. Introduce yourself. Tell everyone what I'm you do. I'm Derek Hunter. I was born a coal miner's daughter in a cabin on the hill in Butcher Holler. I'm a podcaster, senior columnist for Town Hall. Uh, I don't know. I'm a bunch of things. Just uh, search my name. You'll find me. Do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff. Stay busy. Self-dentistry, home dentistry, if you've got no insurance, <laughs> oh. call to me. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. Sounds very, very not, dangerous. Not for me. Uh, guys, uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, but before we get into all that, would you hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel if you haven't done so already. Please remember that all Super Chat's $20 and over. We will interrupt the discussion. We will read them right then and there, and then I will do my very best to get through my foggy brain and get right back on topic. I'm, I'm getting better at that. So we got a bunch of stuff to discuss. We're going to talk about Rose. Roseanne, Roseanne Barr, who was just here on IRL recently, and people got very mad when I said that I didn't, uh, I, I wasn't here to meet her. Uh, she is getting her own what is being described as a anti-woke television show. I hate that term. I'm so tired is, of the it, term. Like I understand yeah. what you're trying to say, but I don't know. It's, Can I just say something here yes. for the next twenty to twenty-five minutes? But no, I, I'm so sick of these people. Like. I'm a conservative comedian. I'm a conservative band. Just don't suck, all right? How about you be funny? We'll worry about your politics later. You're making a TV show. How about you make it entertaining? Whatever else it is, it can be that thing, but it should be first and foremost entertaining. And instead you go, no, we're Madison Rising. We're a conservative rock band. Like, no, but you suck. That's the problem is you suck. Like, how about you focus on not sucking and your politics can be secondary. She comes out, she's talented. She's had more TV shows than I have. So what the hell do I know? But She's sitting there going to make an anti-woke. Just make a good show. Just make it's, a good show. That should be the first, the only criteria. It really is the only thing that should actually matter yes. for all of this stuff. I love right? how the story also is it's a six-figure deal. Well, six figures is not that much if you're a celebrity. I mean, that's... Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about it. We'll, we'll get into it. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about reality stars are going to war with NBC Universal over what they're calling to be exploitation going on in the reality TV division. Uh, it's uh, it's not good. It's not good. So People uh, without talent complaining about yeah. getting work. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hold on, guys. I got to... 
Uh, What's wrong? Uh, my audio. I just. I just. Oh, gotta you sound a little yeah. bit echoey. Yeah. Uh, there might not be anything I can do about that. Okay, they're saying it sounds better now. All right. All right. So we're gonna talk about that. We're also going to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, who is out of touch with the world, and you know, I love it. It's my favorite thing about her, her, actually. Like, yeah. it's her. she. She makes absolutely zero attempt to actually fit in with society, but she is looking to cure loneliness by charging you money to spend time with her at her Airbnb. So you go, Queen. I, I guess. Well, we'll talk about that. Also, uh, remember Kali guy who wore the Kali suit? Uh, he's back, except for it's a different guy, and he's wearing a wolf suit. Uh, it's a weird. But well, then he's not back. He's uh, it's back then. The the <laughs> the, the, the concept is back. Don't don't. Correct it's becoming me. a trend. Yes, basically. Don't correct me. Don't correct. I, <laughs> I, I I have a no correction policy here. It's too late. Sorry. Stop uh, we got stopping wrong. Yeah. We uh, fair enough. We got a bunch of other stuff to talk about. If you guys are ready, we will get right into it. Derek, are you ready? Let's do it. Mary, you ready? Yes. Heather. No, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Actually, the, the first announcement is a little bit of a sad one. Uh, Mark Margolis, the, the actor, he has passed away. He was 83 years old. A lot of people know him from Breaking Bad. I just know him as the guy who, he, if you watched any amount of like regular, real, or regular television, he was a guest star on everything. If you, he was great. He rang that bell. In uh, and, and Breaking Bad, and, and he made you—he made a character out of somebody who couldn't talk. And yeah. then when they did yeah. flashbacks, you're like, "Oh my god!" I thought maybe he was so convincing, but he's one of those guys, like the guy who played the most interesting man in the world. I highly recommend that if you have the DVR, you set it for Love Boat episodes, you set it for Fantasy Island episodes, you set it for Charlie's Angels episodes. Yeah, they don't come on very often, but just wherever they are, catch them and watch them, and you'll see people like this. First of all, you'll see television you can't make anymore because it's wildly hilarious, sexist, racist, homophobic, everything. But you'll see that guy. You'll see everybody you see now that are like character actors and everything. You'll go, my God, they were like leading men back in the 70s. Yeah. So check him out because I guarantee you he killed at least three people on Charlie's <laughs> Angels. <laughs> well, it's one of my favorite things about like movies. Like if you look at a Christopher Nolan movie, like when we were, did you guys see Oppenheimer? No, no. Like, okay, so, so everybody. I know how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody that's on the committee, right? Everyone that's on the committee, like all the old, they're not super important characters. They're all like leading men on television, but in a Nolan movie, they're, they're going to play secondary characters. But I like seeing that because they can get the really, really good actors to play less important roles. That's always kind of cool to mm -hmm. see. So yeah. He, oh, by the way, married for 61 years. Mary, there's Brett was oh, trying to white pill yeah. me on marriage yeah. with this. It was to 14 different women at various lengths of time. But, oh, you know, total oh. is, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, so, but that's good for him. Yeah, 61 years. That's a, that's a long time to be married in an industry where, you know, being faithful to someone isn't exactly the most uh, reasonable thing. People don't so seem to fall into that. So I got to assume his wife is still with us. Yes, she is still alive. Um, okay. to his wife Jacqueline uh, I was telling somebody the story that uh, Chris O'Donnell like he left mainstream Hollywood and went to tell or he, he left like big budget films and went to television because he got yeah, married. he left well no he, left. he, he did a he, he left the casting he, director stopped calling and then somebody said well you could try TV he said that it's he not wanted that he to left. Yeah. no 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 I'm just Sorry. telling you what you he tell said Spielberg. I'm telling you what he you said you tell Spielberg I said I'm no you what I said no there's a CSI with my name on it yes. you tell Spielberg you go right to hell and he said yeah. that he like he uh, he 
that doing the big now it could be a cope it could absolutely be a cope but for sort a lot of like of them, when conservatives are like i left hollywood yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like he he yeah. went and he i mean but he's still like that's where you make the money right just being a leading man on a show that's on <laughs> on air for 20 oh if you years. if you can get 100 episodes and you go into yeah. reruns man you're yeah, an he's, easy he's making tons of money but he said that he did it because he wanted to be close to his wife and kids he didn't want to be traveling to shoots all over the world six to eight months out of the year so that he could actually raise his family and in an industry we can make fun of him but hollywood doesn't put a lot of focus on family so hearing even a little bit of time put to that is nice well even emily blunt i mean we saw that she recently said that she's taking a break you know yeah. to be with her kids and tom so holland too it's amazing yeah. what having millions of dollars allows people to do like, and her husband is doing I'm pretty gonna, well i'm <laughs> taking a break who's okay. who's yeah. emily blunt married to um, John Krasinski. John. Yes. Oh, they, oh yeah. they're married in real life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. so you didn't played, know that? I didn't know that. That's like many short order cooks going. You know what? I'm not going about... to the bacon circuit <laughs> this year. <laughs> well, it's like I'm going to spend some time with the family. During COVID, they're like, the actors are like, you know, got to take some time off. Uh, you know, take you know, 15 days to slow the spread. It's like, well, I can't afford 15 days to yeah. slow the spread, but I, I guess. I constantly think when I watch Quiet Place, there that movie that they acted together, where the aliens, the aliens, they hear a sound, they come after you. With little children, everyone's dead because it just. But they, in fairness, they, they did lose one of the kids. Bunker. Yeah, but how do you create that soundproof bunker? Do you? I mean, there's not a lot of prep time when aliens are taking over your planet to create. But once they the get it, you got some time. It seemed okay. like there were like maybe a couple of dozen aliens on the planet, because they could go a long way without ever seeing them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the I mean, there's a prepper somewhere who built a bunker. I'm sure. I mean, maybe not for I that had, specifically. I had a crazy uncle who did build a bunker. Yes, he wrote a book, and I guess I don't want to dox him by saying the name of the book, but he believed like aliens were disguised as inanimate objects and things like that. Or live in the ocean. Uh, probably one of those many books. People could easily find out who this person is because there can't be that many books. Yeah. Who think that who recognize that this is an alien? I won't say the I title of the book. I don't, my best friend in high school, his father built their house out of cinder blocks and things back in the '60s, and he built a, a concrete ceilinged nuclear fallout shelter in the basement with a very small window because so it was different times and you did all you really had to do was get under your desk and you. I was gonna live. say so. So he so, he didn't take the get under the desk approach. No, well he make sure you don't look at the window as the blast happens. But other than that, well that's part of Oppenheimer too. Is everybody looking out the <laughs> the window with the goggles on? It's like yeah. when Trump yeah. and Melania looked directly <laughs> at the eclipse. <laughs> or what's the point of getting under the desk when if the bombs take going they, off? That's gonna like, save you. The well, 50s, I, it was a different time. But they also say time. the same thing. It's like when they say your plane's crashing, your seat can be used as a flotation device. Well, if this, if this the, um, you the know. eclipse that happened in like 2017 or something, was it 2018-ish? I just remember like they, I was in high school when that happened and they brought all of us out. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Out of class to watch it happen, but they wouldn't let us look up Yeah, put like a shoebox on your face to watch it. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I love these contraptions. Like, I'll just look at the pictures. I got a good sense of it. I think there's a bunch of people who had terrible vision afterwards because there was cheap glasses on the market. Well, it's just stupid to, people, to, too. Uh, to like, if I look really quickly. <laughs> They're dumb. Yeah. There is yeah. a $20 one right there from uh, Benrick5. He said, okay, first of all, I'm only a little crazy and... 
Wait, my dream is 20 acres and a bunker, so judge if you must. But when the USD falls, I will be laughing when I get in my bunker. I'm not judging Fingers you crossed. I'm, I'm down with bunkers. No, the, there's Go plenty of, you work here and you hear plenty <laughs> of people who can give you very, very reasonable explanations as to why it would be pretty good idea I don't think to own crazy. a bunker somewhere. Yeah. See, but no. once you know, people know you have a bunker, that's where they go. You need right. the weapons. You don't tell them. The weapons to be able to take somebody else's bunker or a passport Post Malone from the second has a bunker, country. Doesn't he does. Mm -hmm. uh, or he built, yeah, he built like something behind his bunker. He moved to Vegas, right? To I think he moved to Utah. Was it Utah? I thought it was Vegas, but it could have been Utah. But yeah, if but you know where the bunker is. What good is the bunker? Well, he doesn't like. He just people know where he moved to. They're it's not just saying the, the, the bunker location. may be in another location. Right? He doesn't blend all that well. <laughs> no, I think no. it'd be pretty now, hard, list, pretty easy to find. If you're trying to sell the house, do you list that on the real estate? Yeah, on um, you know, like, you probably have to, right? Yeah, <laughs> See, yeah. Well, you say he's like, well, I don't have to, I suppose, but like, I want to get the money I put into this. Like, it might it actually add the value. Property value. It, it's like adding a pool. Like, we have a bunker too. I think it's the same thing for like safe rooms and houses. I think yeah. you have to disclose that there's a safe room on property. I had a real estate friend who actually said that she couldn't. There's certain um, until the house was actually sold, she couldn't disclose that there was a safe room because they didn't want people to find out where the safe room it. was. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Makes perfect. They, that was actually the plot of the very first episode of Elementary, which was the Johnny Lee Miller version of Sherlock that was on network television. Like he he like basically finds a safe room where they find a dead body, and and then they're like trying to t like talk to the husband, like it's your own house, you probably killed her. He's like, I didn't know that safe room was in there. Yeah, how many people looked at it and said, you know what? If it had like a hundred square feet more, I'd yeah. go for it. And then like it's well, it's there, but I can't tell you anything until you write an offer. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, rest in peace to Mark Margolis. Uh, that is very, very sad. But uh, do take the, the fact that he was married for 61 years as a, a sign that it can work, even in industries like Hollywood. So, All right. Uh, the Las Vegas police have dropped the battery lawsuit against uh, Cardi B. Big she, surprise. Big surprise. There. Did anybody actually think she was going to even pay a fine for something? I'm surprised like this? they went as far as they did and in, in like investigating. I mean, there's video of her it's doing in, it. They yeah. said insufficient so, evidence. There's video like, there's of her doing it. There's literally a video it. of her doing it, yeah. yeah. And and throwing it at the wrong person, by the way. I think the fact is that the police went to talk to her and they just wanted her to stop talking. <laughs> and they just said, you know what? We'll forget the whole thing. Just, uh, just stop talking. Well, didn't the woman throw a drink at her? She threw water, water at which her. Which she apparently she had asked people. People to do earlier encouraging in the all of the audience to do it and she was like put that in my p word okay, yes. okay. As, as classy people do yes say, okay. say things like that um my favorite is there's been amazing memes and videos that have come out of people who do the reactions where it's like where they cut to like them and then they they insert themselves in the shot so this guy has one where it's him watching her do this and then she turns around and throws the mic and it hits him in the head and then it falls into his cup uh so this guy had to go out find a a microphone and then like put it in a cup and I just I appreciate the creativity when people go out and do stuff like that but she was never going to get in trouble no, she for was. this she had kicked him I love how the security comes out she throws the mic and security comes out like hey what are you doing like is water they threw it at her she asked for it what are you going to do stage dive and kill this guy yeah yeah, I mean, Whatever. she asked for it. it. There are legit concerns if you're a famous person, someone might throw acid at you or something yeah. that is dangerous. She um, didn't but think about it, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and but like in Hollywood right now, they stopped that yeah. sentence two words earlier. She didn't think. Yeah. 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 But also, like right now, that's a big—it's a big issue with musicians getting stuff thrown at them. We keep seeing oh, yeah. repeatedly, uh, BB Rexa, Ava Max, who is the other one just recently. Uh, Harry Styles. Uh, Harry Styles. Pink the, was. 
Pink received the ashes of one of her fans' mothers. Yeah. But haven't women been throwing panties at, you know? I always listen <laughs> a little bit different. The guy from, the guy, I, there's a video of the guy, the lead singer from Muse going, like he's walking along stage and it's literally just nothing but underwear hitting him in the yeah. in the legs. So, you know, the, he, he's a guy. He's not going to complain about it. He's fine with that. Uh, I don't. It's also, you're not going to lose an eye. No, exactly. You're do something with it. Uh, oh, also that mic sold for like $100,000. Wow. Uh, I don't know how they do that. Like, maybe that's why. Maybe they couldn't the get the evidence because the mic got oh, right. sold rather than getting confiscated. There's video for evidence. of it. You don't need yeah. the evidence. Also, her music just kept going. Like her, her actual vocal, I know, I do her vocal track, track yeah. kept going. It's like, well, we live in she LA. Did High not even come yeah. close to stopping. We got one from High Vulture seventy five. Welcome back, guests. What do you think of Brett's new hair color? He's showing the world how much he loves hey. the Barbie movie. Hey. Don't. That, that's rewriting history. That's lying. I, I don't appreciate the lying. That's not what happened. Uh, you just I, wanted to be Ryan Gosling. Do you do you even beach, bro? I I beach. I beach. Uh, <laughs> no, like well, I lost a bet where we we got a certain amount of crisis parties, and I said I will dye my hair if you do that. They they obliged, and as a, a man of my word, I followed through and I did it. Now it needs to be trimmed already, and it's a whole thing that's going to cost tons of money and be that's a problem. Not, that's not much of a bet. Going a natural color. You do blue, you do pink. Well, no. No, but he was like darker, that. though. I, I mean, the oh, I know that, but I mean, it's not like the, blonde the bet trans- was I'll dye my hair mm. a different shade of brown. Like, that's not really a bet. I'll do pink it's hair for a month. It's not blonde. It's not brown. It's blonde. No, I know blonde. that. It's a natural color. Okay. It's a color that okay. occurs in nature. And it's funny. I actually literally said to her, I said, can you make it like the most natural blonde? No, <laughs> that's <laughs> cheating. I want a champagne blonde. I was, I was like, I was like, no, I, no, it's not I, cheating. It's smart lawyering. You I showed her a picture and she goes, oh, so you want a natural blonde? I'm like, yes, last please. Time, last time this happened, I just slapped the strongest <laughs> bleach I had on Brett's hair and let it let it rip. Probably destroyed it, which is sad. because orange. <laughs> my dad is like 77 and still has a full head of hair. If that doesn't happen, I'm suing you and I'm suing everyone in the chat today. Okay, we've got this. one from Susan Duran. She said, I now refer to Twitter as Twix and I hope it catches on and the Mars candy company can cash in. That's a good idea. That's that's, that's a fair one. So the also, Mars family's so weird and paranoid that if it caught on, they'd probably sue. Is the Mars like so? Mars candy's like a fan, that's a family brand? Yeah. I didn't know that. MM's Mars, it's privately owned. And they, the original story for the original script for E.T. had not Reese's Pieces, but M&M's. And they refused to let Steven Spielberg use it. So they came up with Reese's, they used Reese's Pieces, which put Reese's Pieces on the map. Huh. Uh, so, yeah, they're very, uh, very private family. Someone I, said, wow, I'm hot and it requires high maintenance. Boo-hoo, Brett. Leave my, <laughs> leave me alone. I'm, I'm, I'm here to complain and it's my right as a, as a straight it's white male in America. to be a fake blonde. To compla- yeah, to be a fake blonde. Also, I want to point out the Millie, Vili- the Millie Vanilli comment is funny because the Millie Vanilli comment is funny because they got brought up recently because there's a documentary about them that came out where they're basically like, we're not the bad guys. Like, we didn't do anything wrong. And to be fair, like, nobody expects rappers to sing. Like, it's not the same thing. It would be a thing if we were talking like... Cardi B is not doing cardio during her show (laughs) and she's not singing. So it's not like she yeah. couldn't keep up. Yeah. It's well, the, just that she doesn't want to. I know Jason, the the singer Jason Derulo's talked about that because his like his shows are like heavily dance number oriented. Yeah. He's like it's very hard to be in the type of shape where you can sing and right. uh and perform at the same time. 
right? So, Absolutely. but Cardi B isn't exactly doing that. Not, not in that no. sense. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, uh, I need to get your guys' opinion on Barbie. The chat's going to hate us because they oh, hate yeah. talking about Barbie. But Greta Gerwig's Barbie has now surpassed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It is now the second highest-grossing film of the year, right behind Super Mario Brothers, which is over a billion. Uh, and I, I know that you guys went and saw it. Husband and wife went and saw it. No, we went to see it because we have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Okay. Daughters, but not just because we're like, hey, what do you want to do? It wasn't exactly kid-friendly for it all was, the content You know, it there. was kid-friendly. Wasn't it? No. a kid has no idea what the hell the movie's about. They see the colors. They see the Barbie. They see all. They, they see the Barbie dream They were referring to genitalia. They have no idea what that is. They yeah, but they're going to want to know. So they didn't. Have you been asked? I haven't been asked. They loved they when the car flips all the time. When the car flips over <laughs> twice, when the Barbie dream car flips over twice, they audibly laughed out loud. That's the level you're dealing with with little kids. I enjoyed it. I thought Ryan Gosling was was hilarious as Ken. Yes. I thought he was brilliant. He should probably get a nomination. It was an awesome performance. I laughed at his performance. There was some PCBS in there, but it wasn't the crux of it. And I got past it because I knew that I was there because the kids wanted to see it. And they aren't going to get all the PCBS. They like the colors. They like, there's Barbie. There's yeah. this. There's, look at the dream. Look at that. It looks like our Barbie dream house. How did you feel about it? She was physically angry. <laughs> Well, I had read all the reviews and, and you know, I had actually appreciated uh, the Indiana Jones movie that was a recent, recently ripped on. Um, and so I thought, well, maybe it could be good. And everyone's just trying to rip on it just for the sake of ripping on it. So I and also our girls are only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands on learning and research with world class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit We're into Barbie, so, and, and I grew up with Barbie, so I thought, well, okay. I will say Barbie never is. meant anything to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like, you couldn't go, they ruined my childhood. But they they make you, the trans G.I. Joe if, movie. If you hate Barbie, then the movie is for you. If you don't care about Barbie, the movie is for you. I, I think saying. if you, you're not emotionally invested at all in Barbie, you probably won't care one way or the other. I, I was, as we were watching it, I was getting more and more frustrated watching it because I have appreciation for the quality of the film. I think the film visually is beautiful. It's, you know, mm -hmm. she had a great... Uh, crew around her to make it a Hollywood movie. The colors, the set design, the a the casting. I mean, she had everything on the checklist of what you really should have in the Barbie movie. Yeah. Um, and is it uh, is it not ex <clears throat> is it expected that Greta Gerwig is going to spin it the way she did? Yeah. And 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 the things that she did. I kind of, from a script writing perspective, go, okay, that's clever, that's interesting, um, but it wasn't a kid movie, and so I would have appreciated more if it was more of like a rom-com, and I mean, at the end of it... They should have gotten together at the at end, the of end it, as far it, as I'm concerned. At the end of it, she... And um, done what? Yeah. Yeah, but Barbie doesn't even like yeah. Ken. Yeah. They asked Barbie in the end, she like... She pities it, him. Uh, they asked her, do you even like Ken? And she's like, no. And it's like, what? This is like, you know. She's a defective Barbie. Yeah. Because, because like as an individual, <laughs> Ken is void. 
He exists yeah, to worship Barbie. Barbie wants more but for herself. Barbie, but Barbie, for <laughs> girls growing up, though, I mean, it, it is, you know, the dream house. You're fantasizing what your life as a little girl, what it could be as an adult. And so Barbie's got this perfect life. And obviously, I'm not going to buy a pink house one day. But, you know, she's got Ken and she's got this life that she's building. And even, you know, when you're a kid, there's also babies and there's, you know, perfect outfits. And um, and for little girls, that's something. Um, but for that movie, it was, you know, the men in the movie, the, the patriarchy, the men were dumb and um, juvenile. And um, it just it made men look stupid. I didn't appreciate. I mean, even if she wasn't into Ken, um, you know, it just it. I think that as in uh, the lessons we're teaching in society already, there's already studies showing how people are, are uh, fewer people are getting married and, and all this. And it's just, it, it teaches this kind of independent view of how women should be without men and should be without, you know, aspiring to families. And I think they really should aspire to that. And I realize Barbie's probably 20 something in this movie. Um, but I think there's a value in promoting that she wants to be with Ken. I think there's a value for girls to actually want to have connection and to want to build a family. Connection. Other, she should have yeah, gone connection. for Ed. I would be okay yeah. with a Ken Alan. solo film. That I would watch. Yeah. I would watch. Uh, I would watch the Ken solo. I thought. See, whereas I didn't bring any baggage with it. Yeah. I just said this is yeah. the movie. There it is. I'm going to watch it, and when it's done. It's over. Also, she was excited to go to a gynecologist appointment ending the movie. I thought that was hilarious. Well, and we I saw mean, it in a drive-in, so you know that was. Really... I mean, I mean, her her mother was actually a. Uh, she a, had to a go to a gynecologist in real life. She had to go to a gynecologist for the first time because she finally had something for a gynecologist to check out. But they were so. She obsessed. was a real girl at that point. Well, they were so obsessed with gender in the movie, mm. um, but the thing is, they didn't have any. They kept also pointing out how they had no biological body parts either. Mm. Right. That so why are you obsessing? I mean, it's this trans world in Barbie. It's not trans. And it's comedy. It's called comedy. It was a funny. No, line. <laughs> no, no. I just it, it it has this obsession. It's a funny line. No, it was also, it was essentially saying that all gender is performance, which is not true. Yeah. And and then you know the guys are even asking at the end, can we be on the Supreme Court? And the women are like, eh, no. So let's promote discrimination. Let's make men feel like oh, they they can't God. be a part of it. I, I realize I'm politicizing it, but yeah. also when you have little girls, I just, I feel like I don't want that. We're message. going, look well, at that just, car flip over and laughing and you know, going, also, Barbie, look at the You never know dress. if a like, feminist director is going to surprise you like Elizabeth Banks with Cocaine Bear. So I thought it could yeah, be good. That could be bright. Yeah. You didn't even cover the, her once again, trying to just change history and pretend like she didn't make Charlie's Angels all about feminism, like the evil witch that she is. <laughs> you don't get to rewrite history, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Banks. The Pitch second, Perfect does the not get second you. Second Charlie's pass. Angels is one of the all-time worst movies ever. The well, we're, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the reboot that Elizabeth Banks made. Oh no, God, that one that was terrible. Yeah, forgot no, that we're existed. not. We're not talking about Full Throttle. Nobody liked Full that Throttle. That was terrible. But it was wor the the one you're talking yes. about is worse now that it, yeah. the years of therapy have just been wiped clean. I, and I, I, I get Derek's point about you know, yes, you know, it is just a movie, but also, I mean, the the reason why our kids are the way they are today is because culture does dominate how they view the world. Mm. And so, um, you know, when politics is means so little to children, but culture and what's in movies means a lot. There's That's a how time they to have that things. conversation with the kids is not when they're six and four. Yeah, but they're asking, they see But they're already that, seeing the movie. See, they, so uh, they've seen already, the movie, they, did, they didn't ask. Did they ask? Until you Mommy, talked about it. Mommy, what's the patriarchy? No, they did not. <laughs> 
Uh, they've asked me questions. All right. Uh, let's move on, shall we? Uh, we'll all agree to disagree. How about that? That's that's what it's all about, but right? Let's get some at least a Golden Globe nomination for Ryan Gosling. <laughs> he was good. He was very good. So, guys, uh, there, was a po- there was a poll done. Most Americans either don't care or are undecided about the Hollywood writer's strike. Shocking. Like, uh, in a world where gas is expensive and inflation is high, the average person doesn't care what people in Hollywood are doing with their time. Did you? What did you think? of these numbers mary uh what did it say 38 percent of americans polled sympathized with the strikes while just seven yeah. percent sympathized with the motion picture and television producers alliance it says most respondents actually stated that they were either ambivalent or unsure about their opinion on who's on the right side of things with 29 percent saying that they sympathize with both sides equally that's such a cop-out i love it like that's something i would say i'm like oh you know both guys have good points i don't know i can't i can't decide it says 30 uh, percent of the people who said they view actors as privileged say they sympathize with the studios more that would be who that views w- actors as not privileged apparently the portion of the yeah, people that's... they surveyed but i think most people just don't care i think that's more a lot Plus, of the people said they they sympathize with both equally or they just don't it's summer care so nothing has really been impacted yet the the premieres don't really start happening until late september those won't happen. I mean, but that's that's not even. I don't know if that's necessarily true because a lot of stuff comes out in the summer now because we're not we're not tied to that network television model anymore. Where yeah, stuff comes stuff out all twelve people, months. I, mean, out of the I year. guess people aren't watching network television. It hasn't. Anymore. Does been, anybody actually? Nobody's watch a, life yeah. has been impacted. Do you have a DVR? <laughs> <laughs> I do sympathize with yeah. the crews that are dealing with it because the actors are have plenty of money and they can also you know pick up the phone and oh, get things. SAG after is and, about and, the only union in the country where like ninety percent are unemployed. Yeah. Any given moment. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And they have to, I think it was like, tw- they have to make a minimum of 26000 to to qualify for insurance and most don't, mm-hmm. uh, don't even qualify for that. But it's, it, it shows a divide because right now we, we covered a story yesterday where uh, there's a, there's a union of like housekeepers uh, of like at, at a hotel that we're trying to get Taylor Swift to not do a show right. because they're like, stand in solidarity with us. I'm like, I don't think you understand how much money is lost just by not doing one the Taylor Swift show. The lieutenant governor, I can't remember the woman's name. I couldn't of, pronounce, I, I, I know who you're of talking about. California yeah. went to a Taylor Swift concert in California one day and then the next day called on Taylor Swift to cancel her show in Los <laughs> Angeles in solidarity with the union. Like, yeah. And she, she, it wasn't like she was discovered she tweeted out a photo of herself at the concert. So it was, it, that might be the most gr- political thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So I'm waiting on Mark Zuckerberg to tell Taylor Swift after Glitterface at his. Did you see him? Yeah, with yeah. His wife. the rhinestones yeah. on yeah. his face. Yeah, I waited. For they him. said he was girl dadding. Yeah. I, I, I'm loving watching him pretend to be human lately. <laughs> like he's he's been doing a lot of work trying to propagandize us into believing that he's not a, a he's lizard person. A couple person. more OS upgrades away from really nailing it. He he really is. Like he he did that. Now he's like, my wife's mad that I put an octagon in the backyard so I can do my MMA. That was just so, the text conversation between him and his wife was a veiled advertisement for whatsapp that's yes. all it was well and i saw it i'm like why is his wife's name in his phone as his first as her first and last name i think i'm still in my maiden name in your phone right so isn't that no i don't know <laughs> i might turn my phone off but i don't think so but i, think, I, I love zuckerberg i think there might be multiple be entries 
he's uh he he tries to he tries his best to look like a human being and act like a human being uh it doesn't really work in my opinion i i don't really think he is but my goodness those kids are uh they're getting a good showing of it by dad taking them to the concert and stuff like that so uh yeah so uh for the for the if dad really wanted to be a good girl dad though zuckerberg could get a private concert yeah yeah Yeah. seriously how much 10 million for two two hours let's do it and uh, or I mean, or maybe just him and the other billionaires who run tech companies or, or these things. Yeah, I actually no. Does uh, who is who's the guy who used to run Twitter? Um, Jack Dorsey. Dorsey. Does he have kids? I don't he's, think so. He's kind of like so. a he's, no. he's like still pretends to be like a. He's stoner. a bohemian layabout. That's what they yeah, call him. Yeah, right. Like a rich bohemian layabout. Like <laughs> I like that because it's like whenever he talks and like I just picture because I, whenever I think of Hollywood, I'm sorry of, of Silicon Valley, I think of a bunch of people just microdosing drugs. And, and then writing code. So with, when I see him, I think of somebody who's like, he started off doing the microdosing, but he's kind of macrodosing now and he's just kind of out of it. Like I actually buy it from him. Like I buy that he's uh, kind of a, a stoner weirdo more than I buy Zuckerberg as an actual human being. Yeah, he's busy <laughs> growing his beard, his very long beard. He yeah. almost looks like he lives under a bridge, but he's a billionaire. So. Well, that's that's the look, right? First he yeah. had ripped jeans. Ripped jeans are yeah. a thing for a couple of decades. Now all the billionaires. Uh, and, and they talk a lot about how people with like in that tax record like Zuckerberg, he wears the same thing every day because it cuts down on the decision making he has yeah. to make. And None of these people have the dignity of MySpace is Tom, who, <laughs> no, got, who got his four billion or whatever and just went away. You ever see him? You yeah. ever see him? He, he's around? a he's a travel photographer. He's just now. doing whatever he's doing. He 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 does travel photography. It's like just, he just became. You know, it wasn't business. even. I heard it wasn't even four billion. It was less than that. It was like you got a lot of money. It was like a. It was like half a billion. He's or something rich. like that. Yeah. He's rich. Just a half. Oh, poor. Just guy. A half. Of it. When did oh, he man. sell? Uh, was it like during the heyday? Of no, yeah. Well, it was near the end of the heyday, and he sold to Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. So okay. he 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 cashed in. He he did all right. He got out when like when when it kind of became a music app at that point, where yeah. it was just for bands and then stuff they just, like that. Oopsie! Accidentally yeah. deleted all of the music. Yeah, that's not. Cool, man. All right. Uh, Ariana Grande, Mary, tell us about Ariana Grande, her estranged yeah. husband, Dalton Gomez, and the weird stuff going on with uh, Ethan Slater. The homewrecker story just keeps getting worse and more egregious. Um, Ariana Grande held Ethan Slater's baby with his wife and, <laughs> and at one point said, oh, I want to have babies too someday. And now they reported that Ariana Grande and her estranged husband, Dalton Gomez, went on several double dates with Ethan Slater and his wife before they both split up. (laughs) Ethan Slater looks like what Carrot Top would look like if he stopped going to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like a deflated carrot top. No, I think, what did I say? He looks looks like 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 what Seth Green could have become had he chosen a different path in life. I think he looks at, what did I say? He looks like Zuckerberg. If Zuckerberg was, uh, like, he looks like an uncomfortable Zuckerberg. Kind of looks like Zuckerberg. Kind of looks like her brother. Yeah. Is he really rich or something? No. No, No, he played SpongeBob on Broadway. Like she could do I, better than this. Yeah, she she seems to have very low standards when it comes to men. Uh, like I she's said, she's not I mean, her IQ she, and her shoe size are in a, a race yeah, to but, see which one comes out bigger. I'm gonna I'm gonna slide into her DMs later. I'll, nice. I'll, see, what I, I'll see what I got going. Oh, you're much better than. <laughs> You're yes. not F boy SpongeBob. No, no, I could not play SpongeBob. Luckily, I don't have the. I don't have. See, if you had a bet that your hair would have gone orange, you would have stood a chance. <laughs> Damn, so I did it wrong this time. Mm-hmm. I would have had an easier time deck the first time we dyed my hair. So, yeah, so uh, he, she held his kid. Yep. And liked the post on Instagram he did for Mother's Day for his wife. 
And apparently they were just sloppy and all over each other on set while they were supposedly happily married, not hiding their relationship from everyone else in their cast. They're dumb people. Dumb people do stupid and horrible things all the time. Are they dumb or just evil? They're dumb. Well, a lot of evil is just dumb people being dumb. Yeah. I don't think that they said, oh, let's try. If you're evil, you go, let's screw these people over. You're dumb if you just go, oh, what's happening in my wake? I don't know. I'm not going to look. What is it? Susan said, Ariana and Dalton went on double dates with Ethan and Lily several times, and they were seen out by cast members. Lily and Ethan also met Ariana Grande's family together, including her mom and brother. Now, I know a lot of famous people who this stuff does happen. Uh, not going to name names. But, um, and they get away with it, and they're all over uh, everywhere. Um, but there's a PR person feeding these stories. Yeah. So, you know. Well, they're, they're all, all kind of involved in Hollywood, and the ex-wife so, is really mad if, at the ex-husband or whatever. There's one thing if whatever, you're doing so. it, but this is Are like, they feeding stories to make Ariana Grande look worse? I, I don't know what the PR intent is. It's Did almost like content Ariana creation Grande for ever the sake yeah. of good, good content creation. Did anybody ever go, you know, there's something I should emulate. She's stupid. She makes bad music. And uh, like, okay. I think she's a good singer. She just Is that yeah, something you should aspire to? It's a lot of good singers who aren't stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I just think it's just as long as you don't aspire to be like these people, it's fine. Part of this is she's been famous since she just finished puberty. So when was the last time she heard no from finishing anybody? Finishing puberty at 30 is uh, rough. But from, <laughs> no, but she's been famous since she was like 18 or 17. Like and nobody tells her no since then. If you go a decade in your formative years where nobody tells you no and nobody can make it stick. You're going to be a jackass. She's got to have a low self-esteem because this guy is just not the guy. I'm not saying that you should cheat, but this is not the guy you cheat with. Did you so, watch that god-awful show? I think it's the show, audacity. The, uh, like, the Idol yeah. on no. HBO. No, we talked did about you? it a few times. It ter- yeah, I did. It was terrible. It was so Why bad. I couldn't. Do that? I couldn't stop watching. I watched it <laughs> once and I thought, this. it can't get worse. And it did every week maybe that's what it is like now they're just creating train wreck tv where it's like you want you it's no longer about making shows so good you can't look away well, the pitch it's about was, making things the so bad wants you can't to do look a away. show the pit the weekend yeah. wants to do, okay let's do the weekend we can't miss and except for the fact that he can't act the story's stupid it's like entourage if it was designed to try to make you kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, thank you. I'm, no. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that. Uh, all right. Uh, Mary, we, we also have Lizzo uh, saying the quiet part out loud a little bit here. Should She's we watch very this open with her sexuality and expressing herself yeah. about BTS. Yeah, here we go. Let's let's listen to this clip here. If I, I could collaborate with BTS, I mean, that sounds fun. I don't know if I can make it through the studio session without having sex with all of them. If I could collaborate with BTS. <laughs> um, is, is there like a male corollary to this? I'm, I'm, Trust me, BTS is not I'm gonna interested go out on a limb. Yeah. in having for, sex with Lizzo. For, I just suspecting for multiple reasons. But, you know, uh, I don't think, I no, that's not going to happen. I bet all of these K-pop stars are closeted racists. It's their best kept secret. <laughs> that was not on my list. <laughs> that was not on my list of possibilities. But it's, I suppose, possible. I just don't think she's, she's, they're, they're, they the options are that and this. No, no. Yeah. There's a $20 one right there from uh, Lord Crimson TV. I was listening to episode 420 and I just wanted to comment that marriage shouldn't be considered dating on hard mode. It's new, new game plus 
Plus love. love. Yes. <laughs> um, and all the way, oh, by the way, guys, I also understand that I, I did not change the title today. It says that we're on episode 420 still. That was a, a mistake on my part. I will oh. fix it after the fact. Because you high. I, yeah, <laughs> like the, it, it fits that narrative, right? No, I, yeah, that was my mistake, guys. But yeah, yeah we yesterday were talking was yesterday. episode 420. We were smoking doobies. Yeah. No. You I guys think that Marilyn Monroe <laughs> smoked weeds? <laughs> oh, probably. Probably. <laughs> um, With JFK. Totally. Pe- people were making fun of it because they're like, look, Brett's, Brett's very clearly, noticeably, like, you know, open about being sober. So, you know, 420 doesn't really mean anything to me. And it also, there was a lot of censorship going on because I tried to do a poll. It said, who is the biggest 420 icon? And it wouldn't let me make the poll. It kept saying, sorry, error. Sorry, wow. error. Uh, and so that's YouTube out to censor and, and quell the voice of the people. And frankly, I think that that's wrong. I don't think there's anything that they should be doing to stop that because I wasn't advocating for people to do it. I was just merely like, I bet you if Snoop Dogg has Snoop Dogg has a YouTube channel, I don't think his YouTube channel is banned or censored. I think he's allowed to do whatever he wants. I think he's encouraged to do whatever yes, he wants. Yes, he is. Someone said that the internet is trying to Andrew Tate Lizzo now. Yeah. While she's obviously trolling. Charge her with sexual trafficking of women? <laughs> no. I missed that tweet. Yeah. She's, uh, I mean, she, she's... She did actually have her crew keep one of her dancers locked in a room until they were able to search her phone. For what? Uh, for a recording of her going off on the team. Basically. She sounds like a horrible... Person. Boss. Yeah. But I don't know about... She's, she tried to beat in, in one of them up. She seems perfectly nice. Actually, there was something no, I wanted to point out. she seems like a horrible narcissist. There, there's um, yeah, this, a point I meant to bring up the other day when we were talking about this. This might actually be one of these things that I think the feminists may have a little bit right, which is that when men act like this, they're kind of lauded as like tough bosses and like sure, but that's because they're doing it to other men and men would look at this differently. Whereas a woman doing this to other women who are going to be more sensitive about it, uh, they're not going to take it the same way. Well, there's not I many, think of, are there many lawsuits brought or threatened or lawyered up of male assistance? from male I don't if I'm, I'm are, not and I'm not I'm I. not necessarily talking about the the strip club stuff I'm talking about the yelling at the the audience or yelling at the dancers part where she's being really mean to these people but the thing is there was the the audio that leaked of Tom Cruise yelling yeah. at people on the set of, yeah. of no, Dead no, Reckoning that was different that was, I understand yeah. no I understand it's different but I'm saying but he he got out of that and nobody seemed to care because they understand that he's doing something that needs to be done because these people are being stupid and they're going to get this movie shut down right. but I do believe that there might be a a little bit of a double standard. Thank you. Yes. That there Thank might be a little you. bit of a double standard there. I don't know if there's a double standard. <laughs> I think it's, it, it's a situational standard. And, and I'm not I'm not defending Lizzo. I think she's a horrible person. I'm just saying that men would not take the, the, the yelling so personally or be as afraid by it than the women would. Okay, but she did try to beat one of them up. She, like, she did the fisticuffs thing, right? Someone had to restrain her. She did the hold her. me back They thing. had to restrain her. I'm gonna go after this guy over here in the bar in a second, right? But as soon as I as soon as I do this, you grab me and you hold me back, all right? Because I don't want to go over back, there and bro. fight that guy. Everybody knows that. Hold me back. They're like, what? And if you don't catch your friend, like he's knocked out cold. Hold me back, bro. Hold me back. <laughs> I don't want to make an absolute assessment, but I think men tend to be more transparent when they're rude or mean uh, versus women can be almost psychologically uh, challenging. Yes. We'll say something horrible and then just move on from it. The way we treat our friends, you would think it was, you know, horrible abuse. Because when men 
you actually between two men when they fight it's actually endearing to each other the more they insult each other and also they like to physically fight it actually shows like this like bro relationship i don't know that i've ever said a nice word to a male friend of mine but for women women psychologically try to tear each other down and and it starts like very young so i'll crush your soul (laughs) that's why we were we were talking about how when they they were advertising oppenheimer uh, robert downey jr said uh he's like women should run the world because men like he's like women just have a better way of solving problems i'm like i don't think you know many women like i was like i was like i'm not saying that that men should run the world exclusively i'm just saying that that's that shows a a stunning lack of understanding the dictator of the world no i don't I don't. I, I do not. I do not want her to do that. Uh, because you fear for BTS. Her, yes, I do. I, I don't want her to be put in. The, yeah. the they would become her concubines. Yes. But when she like put in her public statement responding to the allegations, I'm not going to let this overshadow all of the good work I've done for the world. Anyone who's actually a good person who has done good things for the world doesn't talk about themselves like that. Like yeah. bullying yourself. We do. Yeah. We do. Some of us do. do? We, we, we've got to let the world know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> she, but, but I mean, that's the, that ends up being the result of them being talked, uh, people talk them up so much as they start to believe it. It comes yeah. with not hearing the word no from anybody who can make it stick. I want this. Well, that's instead of like, hey, I want that person's phone number. I want that chick's phone number. Go get me. Somebody go go talk to her. Like, I'm not going to pimp out you. You've got somebody on staff making 10% who goes, I'm going to forego 10%. If I don't come up with that chick's phone number, I'm going to go get that chick's phone number. And then like, I want to, I want to go to a restaurant. Forget what normal people do. I'm not going to make a reservation. I'm going to show up and I'm going to make sure somebody else gets bumped. I want to go to this thing. I want to do that. And nobody says, you know, that's kind of, you're, you're, you're jerk. You're being a little bit of a jerk. There's nobody. This is why every crew has to have somebody you went to high school with in it. So they can say, you're kind of being a jackass. So that's why that person exists on all, in, in all of these situations. Yeah. Everybody needs a turtle. man. So they're actually important. That that person actually matters. They they have to be there because they were there with you before you got famous. They call you out. They're like, hey, dude, you're being an asshole. There's a reason. I didn't know we could say that. I said it like Mm. 15 times by now. Mm. Uh, There's a reason that Eminem married his high school sweetheart like twice or whatever the hell. They kept getting back together because nobody else would put up with this shit. Yeah. Like everybody, like, oh yeah, that's great. No, no, no. I want this. I want that. I want the other thing. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Why? Because they're afraid of getting off thrown off the gravy train well, yeah. she doesn't care about that you're still the same jackass from 10th grade well did she also really change the world with i mean i guess the body positivity thing but I, I, have people really Lizzo? changed yeah she they brought about she's, more diabetes she's done positive. everything for women who are plus size and women in general and i was like what did lizzo ever do to me megan trainer walked so that lizzo could run and be out of breath like that's the it, it really does feel because like, we were talking about Megan Trainer earlier, right? That, People are that, debating about whether Megan Trainer was ever actually fat. Yes, Same, similar to like did you by twenty fourteen standards, she was definitely fat. There was a, there was a picture it's not 2014 of twenty fourteen anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, now it is people with a gravitational pull. <laughs> there yeah. was a so picture of it's burning up in their atmosphere, <laughs> stuck in orbit around them, and they're like oh, I can be beautiful at any size. Like no, well, no, maybe, you, maybe. you can be, but uh, maybe you're my, not. Maybe my view didn't change because of Lizzo, but I just, I worry about friends and family who do get that heavy for their health. And I just don't know if the world has been like, yeah, keep doing that. I just, I don't know if that really changed anything. I mean, if if she was, you know, doing other feminist things like, you know, trying to help with childcare costs or, you know, whatever uh, uh, maternity leave pay or something that I was like, okay, whoa, you really push the needle on something for feminism. But I, I don't know if body positivity was where 
the world changed. And they're and the fans of that movement are very, very rabid. Like they got very mad at Adele when she lost weight. And she's oh, like, I know. I, she's like, I don't, I don't, why are you mad at me? Like I, I, I didn't ask for this attention. I just happened to be a little bit bigger. Rebel Wilson. Yes. Same Rebel thing. Wilson like, well. How dare you betray? How dare you? What? Doctor I, said you probably should take a couple pounds off. Well, she's, I, and she said it because she wanted kids. Well, mm-hmm. I think Kelly Clarkson has done more for just accepting women for for their natural weight yeah. than Lizzo, I think. Yeah. I think it's just, you know. I brought up somebody the, the picture of, there's a picture of Jessica Simpson from like 2008. And they're like, this is what she fat was like. She was like a size she, four and they were calling her <laughs> like, obese she's in, like in the tabloids. She's disgusting and she's just but, you know, a good looking woman. That was the... the <laughs> The enforcement that was keeping the Lizzo's of the world from taking over, you know, like you have to shame them when they start getting that, that heavier. Like Ashley Graham, beautiful, yeah. you know. I mean, I was fine with, mm. you know. With I'll never get over the interview on the red carpet she had with Hugh Grant, where she oh, didn't yes. understand what Vanity Fair meant. Well, and she was just so stupid. What is it like? It had to be a blast to work on. A, you mean the movie where I had a 30 second cameo and a door jam with literally nobody else in the movie? Yeah, it was a life changing experience, you idiot. Like, <laughs> he's also got a dry delivery and he's, you know, British dry sense of humor that doesn't really translate to somebody who's supposed to be like a, a bubbly American, uh, you know, dumbass. You can say but every literally reference he said went way over yeah. her head yeah. so it just, and uh, but also like on those events they're not used to being challenged back right yeah. they're used to giving you yeah. the fluff question yeah, and you giving them the fluff stupid answer. question that had no she was yeah. literally a cameo in a door jam he probably was not on set with anybody else yeah i'm sorry yep. i just don't like stupid it's people. it's actually unfair of him to expect more from her like well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's, it's kind of weird that he expected deeper, more in-depth yeah. questions. I don't it's necessarily a, blame her. I blame the people in the trailer who were feeding the questions yeah. in your IFB. Because it was a walk-by. It was one of those ones where they're on a carpet yeah. where basically they walk through and they go from one interview to the next interview yeah. to the next interview. It's like, was he really going to any of these other people and being like, yes, give me deep philosophical yeah. questions? No, but would anybody else go, was it a life-changing experience <laughs> to work on this movie? Like, no. I, I literally phoned it in. I signed a release and they computer-generated my face on a man. Anakin. Well, what if she had been like, there. like, oh, your your career almost died for a couple of times because you were a romantic comedy guy, and then nobody hired you for a while. You're aging would, poorly, Hugh. Yeah, Let's talk about I don't how think you would have appreciated that either. Yeah. Like, it's like Notting Hill. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? I don't, I don't think they. He wants to get that. You're question no longer either. the leading man. Good looks anymore. Yeah. You know. All right. Is it because uh, of Divine Brown, or is it something else? How old? I mean, Hugh Grant's got to be in his sixties now, right? He's up there. Yeah, got to be. Is he? Yeah, fifties or sixties. Nodding. Oh, sixties like easily. Nodding Hill was a long time ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Uh, what would you like to see, Mary? Cute or cringe of the day first? Um, what do you guys want to watch first? Cute, de- cute of the day. Cute, cringe of the day. Cute, I guess. Cute, cute first. Yeah. All right, we'll do cute of the day first. We got a couple here. Uh, first, it's not things going first. to be a sad memorial highlight reel of a dead kitten this, this time. <laughs> we're I not promise. doing that again. We're not going <laughs> to do that again. It's, it's Those safe. Those are cute and they look delicious. Yes. Yeah, so here well, we're. <laughs> so here it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is from Boosted Yogi uh, on Twitter. It says they are growing up so fast. Uh, and look at him. They're very Aww. cute. They, they could have little casts on their arms and they'd be just <laughs> like Tater Tot. Oh, Tater wow. Tot did kind of get famous just for having health problems. <laughs> <laughs> I will just say Hugh John Mungo Grant.
is 62 years old. Okay, he's he in the 60s. And right. Mungo is literally, according to Wikipedia, so take that for what it's worth, it's Hugh John Mungo Grant. Well, nice. with, with a name like Hugh John Mungo, of course you're going to be a jerk to somebody on the runway. You're going to go to a prostitute yeah. while you're dating one of the <laughs> you know, all-time beauties. And we got one more here from Lindsay Tatum. Says, uh, hanging in Nashville for the week at a friend's home and had to showcase these two, Pearl, the half coyote on the left, and Vinny on the right with the lazy eye. They had four animals, but no to check my car for these two when I leave. Uh, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to back up behind them. There we go. Aww. There's that's Good very very dog. cute. Cute. And oh, cute. yep. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> very very cute. All right, we do have cringe of the day, ladies and gentlemen, now that we've watched cute stuff. This clip made the rounds the other day. We didn't talk about it, but here it is, guys. Oh. Uh this police officer gets absolutely bodied by a slide. I just don't understand how he gets in this situation. <laughs> Here we like go. he supposedly <laughs> fell down it or something. Friction burn. It was just like it. It looked like it was his lifeless body. It did. <laughs> and he's on medical leave now. But like, I don't know how. Got his handcuffs and his taser falling out of his pocket. How did he get down this thing? That's what I don't understand. Like, he, is, did he? Was he trying to go down? Backwards? It was also like in the middle of the summer, so you know the metal slide is it's just burning his skin. Well, the concrete on his forearms. <laughs> That, I mean, that might be the rubber. That might be that rubber. It's still stuff. gonna leave a mark. You but, hit it. Yeah, like miles an hour. I love those memes. It's the picture of the old metal slides. It says somewhere some dude created this who just absolutely hated children. <laughs> yeah. he, Brent, he play did. it again. Play it okay, again. Okay. It's like somebody said back the blue, more Why like they, black and blue. But they're filming I, it. He's, I, he's just trying to right, get out of the slide. They are filming it. <laughs> oh my god. And I feel as though if you wanted to stop yourself. You could do it. But you put he... your arms out. You put your feet out. You could at least slow <laughs> he your descent. Even... He surrendered to the situation. That's not Ooh. a normal way of coming no, out either. It's like how somebody goes <laughs> down the water slide. Maybe it was too hot. He's he turned like over. Da- like he's like face down. He's he was even... aware this wasn't a water slide. Right? In, in the no chat, Jeremy Harbin says, that's Boston. I've been on that slide a few months ago. <laughs> Wait, but why did he go down the slide? Did he slip or was this I, intentional? The tweet that there... I saw with this video is that he fell down the slide, which I don't know. <laughs> the entryway is a hole up on top. Like, I don't know how you fall down the slide. Why was he at the top of the slide in the first place? Why were they filming? Yeah. A couple of rough five-year-olds messing and, some kids up for some milk. Money. I think a lot of it is like, like they love, cops love the good slice of life, life clips where they look not awful to See, the public. See, not all cops are bad. Yeah, like there, there's the there's a really famous clip of like a, a, skate, like a cop on a skateboard who does like a really, really good 360 flip while wearing all his gear, which would have been extremely heavy and difficult to do. And this guy's like, oh, look at this. This is He's like, I'm just such a normal guy. I'm going to go down the slide. Ow. Ass backwards down the slide. (laughs) Like, if he goes down the slide forward, okay. But this is. This is like there are two guys up at the top who and now, and now, knocked like, him semi-conscious and threw him into it. <laughs> Taxpayer dollars are going to this guy being on medical leave. It's Boston, so we're not dealing with everything. Boston is like no offense to people in Boston. You're just horrible people. They're the most, the second most miserable thing in the world is a Boston sports fan when their teams are losing. The most miserable thing in the world is a Boston sports fan when their teams are winning. They get more miserable when they win. They get more insufferable. Somebody so, should include this. And you should be like try that in a small town it's, it's, it's uh the cop going down back the blue like uh it's just it doesn't work so this guy's gonna cause that slide to get taken like down they're gonna make him take the screen 
during the Jason Aldean music video. <laughs> They're going to take this slide down because some kid's going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's brilliant. He did it on the job. So yes. now he's got workers comp for it. So now he's done. He's I recommend vacation. you don't. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> I think this guy deserves disability, not because of any injury suffered here. But because of the way you went down the slide, yes. he's obviously got something wrong with They're it. They're like, can we really trust you to like climb over a yeah. fence yeah. to get a suspect? How the hell do you even climb over a fence if that's how you go down a we're slide? We're going to take your gun and we're going to give you a stapler. We're just it's better if he's off the street for the next few weeks. You work your way up to a three-hole punch and we can talk about maybe getting you in a SWAT car. Like, oh, man, they're putting me on administrative leave. It's, just, uh, it's no good. So, All right, guys, let's go ahead and get right into it then. Roseanne is back. Uh, she was on IRL just last week, I believe, but she's making a splash because she is going to be having her own anti-woke television show on Elon Musk's X. You have to call it that because nobody else would know what the hell that means if you said X. He, he named it X so that more people would have to talk about him in headlines. Yeah. He named it X so people who got access to his emails would not understand how much he loves porn. Yeah, well, he didn't change the name for the video sections on Twitter because it, then it would be called X Videos, and that's, that's, a, that's a copyrighted website already. You can't do that. Uh, it says, according to a report from the New York Post, comedian Roseanne Barr has landed a new show on Elon Musk's X, formerly Twitter. Barr, age 70, was signed to a six-figure deal by Public Square. We've, uh, the Public Square guys have been here, so that is very cool. It's a, a very good idea to have the option to be able to look for companies that share your values. Uh, obviously, we have to. We run headlong into that all the time here because we're constantly having to go to movies by people like Seth Rogen. Where last night he's talking about, he's like, "Thank you for coming to my movie." I'm like, "This guy hates me." Like this dude, if this dude knew me in real life, this dude would hate my guts. Uh, it says the company, which went public via SPAC. Oh, they went public last month. Uh, so the, she got a six-figure deal. And it's like uh, we have Tucker Carlson. Whatever comes out yeah. of the comedian's foul mouth. What is the show going to be? Is it going to be a Roseanne <laughs> no, talk show? Is I, it going to be a sitcom? I love the idea that it becomes an alternate reality timeline where she doesn't die on the Connors. Everybody uh, else in the family everybody dies? Everybody else dies and she's alone. And <laughs> she's got to still own a teeth she's like, taste of the eye. She's like Will there. Smith yeah. in that movie. Uh, yeah, the, yes, I'm legend. She has so, a dog, yeah. So no, that was, that was literally, it's like it literally becomes like uh, The Last of Us, but it's Roseanne, and she's and just going, going across <laughs> the world. Uh, the Connors are dead. I guess it could be like the Teenage Mutant Turtle story, The Last Ronin, where all the turtles die but she one. She killed the Connors, and she's on <laughs> yeah. the run. She's, just, <laughs> she's on the run or, from or a, a relentless police officer, Jean yes. Valjean type, except it's not over it's, a sandwich. Or it's this guy, it's the cop it's on the slide who's after her, and he keeps getting she has to blend in everywhere she goes. Or she's she Tom goes. Hanks and ended up on a FedEx plane in, in the middle of the ocean. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. A cat, I don't think like, she'd do the, the method stuff there. <laughs> so do you do you think this is something that will, like, we're, we can talk about the validity, about whether it's it's financially plausible to make a lot of money on, I mean, obviously Twitter X is monetized now, but, like, I don't know what Tucker Carlson is actually making on one of his episodes of Tucker, uh, Tucker on Twitter. Like, what is he? Well, are what there is ads? He, I've wait, not watched. A, yeah. I, I know Tucker. Wait, does he have, I've does known Tucker called for Tucker 15 on years, X but now? I've never. Oh, yeah. It's Tucker on Twitter is what it's called. But is it called Tucker no, on X now? No, do that. X Tucker? I, um, I don't. I, I've watched clips. Are there ads in his clips? Because you can sign with an ad company. I know he signed a, yeah. a seven-figure deal with with this same company. But if there are not any ads in his videos, I can't imagine he's getting any ad revenue from mm -hmm. that. But I, uh, I, I does anybody going to watch? 
a half an hour anything on Twitter? I let have. Alone two I've watched two. a three and a half hour interview on Yeah, but that was really? for work. That was I had, had to. Okay, so it, it was, was like... for work. But would you? Because I'm sitting there and I'll, I'll watch it and then I'll go, okay, uh, I'll scroll. And then the second you scroll off the screen, it stops. Yeah. yeah. And then it's gone. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here and I don't want to. I want to do other things when I'm on my computer than watch a video. So I just don't know what it's going to be. How is it going to be appointment television for Roseanne? Is it going to be a talk show? Is it going to be a sitcom? What is it going to be? I also don't find her to be like people are talking about how she's like, she's still a liberal. Like she's still, she's just not a, she's just not politically correct, right? She's very much an old school liberal. As somebody who's been on the right my whole life, I can say that the right has a problem in that anybody who says anything remotely conservative, they yeah. go, oh, look at this Hollywood person. We, is we our love friend. this guy friend. now. And they go, yeah, I hate you. No, I hate everything <laughs> exactly, else about right? you. They're like, what? Oh, shocked. Oh, or there's like a 12-year-old. Let's. He says something conservative in a YouTube video. Let's get him to keynote CPAC. And then he finishes <laughs> puberty and he's some left-wing lunatic in the end. And then the left goes, hey, look at this. Now he's the guest host for Rachel Maddow or something. Like, How about you just let people prove themselves? You go, this person said something I agree with and leave it at that. You don't have to start carving their faces yeah. into a mountain. They're always desperate for but the But they validation. do it all the time. Tulsi Gabbard yeah. is a hero. Look at what Tulsi Gabbard stands for. Most people who watch her on Fox would not, could not stand what she says. Yeah. But she goes on there. She's not stupid. She's got a job to talk about things where she agrees. The audience loves it. Here's some red meat. Here's some red meat. And she goes back to her vegan diet off camera. It's the same kind of way. They used to have Dennis Kucinich on when he stopped running for president, and they talked to him about things they agreed with him about. And people were like, you know, that Dennis Kucinich is all right. Hey, Dennis Kucinich hates your guts, okay? He just hates your That's guts. That's what Tucker did when he interviewed Ice Cube recently for Tucker on Twitter. They just talked about, There's something like, to be said for talking about what you agree with. You don't want to be a dick to everybody right. in an interview. You're just like, hey, what about that? He was like, do you just, he asked Ice Cube, do you just wake up in the morning and you hate people for their skin color? <laughs> and he's like shockingly he's like no no i don't he's like, like, oh yeah well no yeah. <laughs> I, I will say though that like the because that interview was broken up into two pieces like it would have made a, a more sense to do the kind of actual pushback on the sit-down interview mm-hmm. it'd have been awkward if he's like pushing back while they're in the car together <laughs> and they're just awkwardly close to one another while he's like yeah so uh, you said this once I, I think that's wrong and then they have to like have an uncomfortable Let's silence talk about the, the things you've said about jews yeah well no because yeah. well, no, he was a he's a farrakhan guy oh uh, yeah yeah a big oh, farrakhan I'm familiar guy with well even roseanne i just Cube. feel I feel uncomfortable even wanting to embrace her on anything because I mean anti woke. Well, I don't even I don't even know if she knows what that means. Yeah. So well, I mean, she said uh, we're followers of Elon, and it's pretty evident to us that whatever we want goes. It's a great way for people to fight back against totalitarianism. I don't know what follows to have a Elon sketch means. comedy show on <laughs> Twitter. What does that have to do with having a sketch comedy show on Twitter or any kind of show on Twitter? Right. Uh, she also said she wanted to become the face of cancel culture. <sighs> And a six-figure deal <laughs> is so tiresome for 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 somebody of her level of fame, right? Yeah. But I think you're right. I think she's probably still gets a cut of the of the Connors. She's well, no, because they, like, they changed the name have to have the created Connors. by though. No, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. The characters. Yeah. You had uh, Get Him to the Greek, which was a sequel to what I can't remember. Forgetting Sarah, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. And there were based on characters created by, by... Steve or whatever. So they, she's uh, still getting a cut of the Jason money, Siegel. even if she's not on the show anymore. I'd imagine so. Yeah. So she doesn't need the ad revenue from Twitter. They probably don't advertise. Well, 
she made millions and millions of dollars. If you're verified, unless on she's Twitter, got a Hunter Biden cocaine level, you know, problem. Yeah. She's but had, if you're on Twitter Blue, they let you become a partner where you can get ad revenue in a similar way to YouTube. Yeah, but you're talking thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, that's her toilet paper budget. Maybe she <laughs> could team up with Tom Arnold. He's pretty crazy. The, oh, days. just the the yeah. other way. Let's get them like, back yeah. together. He's insufferable. Like he he's yeah. actually one of the few. I'm very very good. At like when I see an actor who's just nuts on Twitter or something like that, it doesn't really bother me. But there's just something about the way he actually do- talks when he's acting that it feels like I'm listening to him talk on Twitter, and I can't stand it. Like he's he's very annoying. He bounces and yeah. this. That. Yeah, he I'm was not- good in True Lies. Mm. That's mm. about it. Yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest fan. Uh, I, I I don't he's know what jack- kind I of. I think he blocked me on Twitter a long mm. time. A lot of these people do. They're very thin skinned. He might have block. I mean, a lot of them like have blockchains too. That like he blocks somebody oh, that I you know. follow. So therefore, I, mean, I love the replacements and Tommy Stinson, <laughs> the bassist, blocked me. Like I, I didn't even know you were on Twitter, dude. Yeah. Like what the hell could I possibly done? <laughs> yeah. John Cusack. I said one thing. I love John Cusack. Oh, yeah. me too. And he blocks everybody. Oh, he's so angry. Yeah. Wait, why? Like, wait, what's he so John angry Cusack. about? John Cusack. Oh, he's just. He's just. <clears throat> read his Twitter feed. If insane, you're not blocked by insane him, insane. You're probably blocked by him. Yeah. It's. I, I really do think that in a lot of ways, Twitter was a mistake for these celebrities. That they lose the they lose the allure of being kind of a blank canvas. Yeah. That that's like it's you. It's a unique problem I think for it was actors. A mistake for society. I, I would agree on that. Uh, on that part as well but in general for actors I think it's because actors are supposed to be seen in a lot of ways as a blank canvas so that when they go from role to role they can you know kind of meld and become you know mesh to whatever they need to be but then when you have their views on certain things protruding into your brain now some people are better at at pushing it out like i'm pretty good at it like it doesn't usually bother me uh all it takes for me is because what else are you gonna do exactly right so cameron movies all day but the but the problem is is that not everybody's like that and a lot of people who are going to vote with their dollars aren't going to be even willing to give you the time of day to try it has there ever been a movie you deliberately didn't go see because the politics the basically the star or the i didn't watch that i didn't watch don't look up and ambiguous that they hate you what was that don't look up would you have watched it oh god that was a terrible movie you saved yourself for many reasons you can't just Dream, try that in a small town and just watch Sound of Freedom for the rest of your no, life. No, well, try no, that in a small town not. sucks. I, and who, oh, oh, fight, fight, don't fight, do this. Fight. It's she a loves bad it. song. It's a banger. Lyric, and you lyric, <laughs> lyrically, it's it's a third grade level. Doesn't he rhyme the same word it's with itself? It's catchy, though. You can't argue with that. COVID is catchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a virtue. Music, well, actually, it is in music. Musically, I it's wrong fine, about that. I'm sorry. I need a strong lyric. I need a clever lyric. I need, and lyrically, this is just stupid. Yeah. It's just stupid. I've been listening to Try That in a Small Town in my car, just yelling these lyrics. I don't care how stupid you think they are. Nope. Well, I'm not song. telling you that it's you so don't weird. have to. It's just not you. It, it's, it's just, just so not, not you. I listen it's, to country music sometimes. I know, but song. still, it's just it's just such a, it's like it burrowed. Lyrically, it's lazy. Uh, lo- it's like rhyming love and above. It sounded yeah, like he was telling forever, like, people oh, to commit crimes. He was like, carjacking old lady no, at a red light. Like, he's telling like you to do it. I like the message, the theme. It's probably two or three rewrites, like a lot of movies. Like every Kevin he Smith movie since song, Clerks or since Chasing Amy is like two rewrites away from being a fairly decent movie. It's just nobody's there to tell him no. It's like Quentin Tarantino. If you let somebody else say, these 40 minutes of them driving and not talking just so you can play this song is unnecessary in this movie. We could take it from three hours to two and it'd be a much Zach better movie. It, the song, yeah, the song... If you rewrote it a little bit with somebody with a little bit more creativity, a co-writer, then you could say, hey, let's lyrically pump this up like a little bit. It was written by like four people. And Doesn't then matter he, how many sucky people you get song. into a room. It sucks. 
I think there's also um, there's a publicity push behind being canceled, and so I feel yeah. like mm-hmm. I feel like this is like the best thing that ever happened. Elon just tweeted, "Comedy is legal on this platform." <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that is as bland and just an, as much it's of a like nothing. About somebody that's a robot. that's as much of a nothing burger as any of the stuff that people on the left say I about a, when they virtue signal. Zuckerberg it's, does a better job of pretending to be human than Elon does. Most think of so? The time. Yes. Yeah, but people like except but, for that Elon like screws everybody but elon everybody knows babies. how to make memes so well elon has lots of babies he doesn't yeah. screw anyone it's they just do it better in programming yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes better. uh he I, married the same woman twice that's like wait, plus wait, I, did wait. i really do? yeah his, his first wife was his oh, third wife oh like okay just Neither like uh, uh just ben affleck sure. ben affleck marrying or no he didn't he marry didn't J-Lo. he didn't marry jaylo they, they, they just engage. got engaged yeah that's uh i like that one because it stops them from inflicting themselves on other people i love it because he just looks so miserable in all his photos now he never looked happy i mean he didn't look happy all that much before <laughs> that video he where he's just slamming now. the car door shut on her <laughs> just resting if you watch face. a ben affleck movie I guarantee you at one point, the scene in Goodwill Hunting when he knocks on the door mm-hmm. and he's not there and he realizes that his friend took his advice and he's going, there's that half open sideways yeah. mouth thing. Like every movie, Ben Affleck breaks out that half open sideways yeah. mouth thing. For, uh, there's a $20 one there from Baron of Gray Matter. He said, come on, guys. Roseanne achieved a level of fame and has can't, can't give two Fs about can't money. give two Fs about money. Is she eccentric? Yes. Can she call out the evil and wokey BS in Hollywood and elsewhere? Yes. She is hilariously honest and borderline crazy. I hate to say this. Nobody's saying anything to the contrary about that. What was your favorite sitcom when you were a kid? Um... That's a that's a deep question. Okay, I, but I well, did I you ever watch the Cosby I, Show uh, no. and laugh at it? Did you ever watch like Seinfeld holds up? But most of the shows from the '90s, from the '80s, from the '70s, from the, yeah. you watch them, and if you were of that era, you have that nostalgia for them. But if you show them to somebody now, they look at you like this is the worst <laughs> thing of ever. This is the dumb. Why would anybody watch this crap? Yeah, because it's it's. It's dated. It doesn't work. And the people in them, Roseanne was funny in the 90s. What was funny in the 90s isn't necessarily funny anymore. What did you think of her comments about the Holocaust? I don't follow Roseanne enough. What did she say? She said, well, I don't know if I want to get clipped saying it. And we can't say it on YouTube, can we? Do it in a weird voice. No, we can't. We, I don't think we we can't say well, that on Twitter. That's why, that's why it's just She tricky. said something didn't happen, but should have. We can't say that. Yeah. We can't we can't yeah she, and she well, but the point was she said that on Theo Vaughn right uh, she was talking to Theo yeah. Vaughn uh, the point was that she was being edgy because there's a difference yeah. between being edgy and just being an ass yeah and mm. just shocking but shocking the, for shocking sake sake and shocking for a uh, BC is right things. home improvement does in fact hold up home improvement uh, uh, yes that, yeah. that gets old really quick uh, no I'm it sorry. does not I'm sorry I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm from Michigan Tim Allen Michigan Every, I love Tim Allen uh, too uh, 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 coach was great yeah does it hold up? I have the. I have it, a. It um, was great. Does it hold up? Could you could you show I it to somebody now for like, the first time who's never seen it and watch an episode and they go, "This okay." It depends on the person. I right. would rewatch. I have Frasier. That. Yeah, Frasier holds up because it was it was smarter. It was it was a smart show. Kelsey, but Gr- most uh, of that stuff. Do- Mad about you doesn't hold up. Cheers, Darman Greg. Doesn't hold up. I think it's just because Will we're all so cynical doesn't now that we Will, can't. The reboot they, brought, they, brought, they, they brought Will and Grace back. They brought back. it back, and, like, yeah. and every other thing was, we're gay, we're gay, we're gay. Like, okay, great. And Will and Grace, originally, it was, 
You happen to be gay, but life is going on. Yeah, now, they brought it back. It's like, we're gay, we're gay, we're gay. Like, okay, congratulations. Do something. Nope, yeah. we did it. We're gay. Yeah. So, yeah, it, things don't generally hold up. So Roseanne's sense of humor, there are very few comics throughout the entirety of their career that maintain an edge and are funny. Most of that stuff... There was, if you go back to the 90s. Well, they age out. They age they out because. What, they, they don't age out. What's funny changes. I'm not, and guys, I'm not saying that that's what happened George to. George Carlin to, I'm not was saying, able to buck yeah, that trend. Yeah. George Carlin was funny and he was, because he was smart throughout his yeah. entire career. Most comics, they they seize on something. They seize on a shtick. They Where is Stephen Wright? Stephen Wright was huge at one point. And his deadpan delivery about everything. Now, is he even still alive? I don't even know. Yeah. You think about any comedian from the 90s. Chris Rock, it sort of happened to Chris Rock. If he hadn't been slapped by Will Smith at the Oscars, I'm not sure. He kind of went to acting, sure too, he though. He went like yeah, he did. He... But it, it, the Eddie Murphy yeah. in the 80s, Eddie Murphy raw and delirious were the funniest things that probably had ever been put on tape. And now Eddie Murphy doesn't do stand-up anymore because I think his movies were hilarious. And then his movies started to suck. Oh, and Married like, with Children holds up. But he was playing the same character. Yeah. He was doing the same jokes. Chris Rock. It's just we'd seen it already. Chris Rock stuff was also very topical for the, the period of time, right? So I, I uh, Bigger Blacker, Roll with the New, all that, those Bigger albums. Bigger Blacker those, was... Was that the first was one? The, the first yes. one was hilarious. Yes, that I'm was saying, but it was, it was like 90. No, no, Bigger and Blacker was the second one. It was the, it was 96, right? The, the, that, there was one before that that was absolutely hilarious. Uh, the the one that he did in 96 was very pressing because it was right around the time OJ happened. Yeah, that was a very big deal. I remember deal the joke OJ about my, very, I'm waiting for my OJ money in the middle. Yes. What are you so happy about OJ getting off? It, it, exactly. So that was very pressing because of the time period. Yeah. It was very relevant to the time period. But uh, I find all of those things funny now because it was part of my childhood. If I was to listen, if somebody new was supposed to listen to that now, it wouldn't make any sense to them because they wouldn't understand the cultural relevance of right. O.J. Simpson. But he's time. also been surpassed as the com he was the comedian of the moment, for the the top comedian, and then it's Chappelle now. Yeah, it's Chappelle. Now. It was Louis C.K. for a while, and then he had some yeah. nudity problems, and then it became <laughs> Chappelle. And there will be another one that comes along, and then you'll look back at the comedy specials, and you go, "Well, that's amusing because I remember why it was amusing at the time in the context when it was recorded." But to people now, I mean, if she's going to make a show for people who loved Roseanne, the TV show, and loved her stand-up back in the '90s then it'll probably be fine. If she's trying to attract a new audience, I think she's going to have difficulty doing that. I don't think that all of these right-wing commentators were Roseanne fans. I think they're just happy that someone from the establishment no, media is the, approving of them. Somebody's pissed off the left, so I'm going to embrace yeah. them mentality, which is wildly stupid. Uh, then you're is your point about Roseanne just that you know women can't be funny? No, I don't need to make that point. That's science. <laughs> <laughs> So true. Stop. So true. Uh, somebody points out, uh, look, Chappelle was a long time ago, too. He's got more staying power than a lot of people because the Chappelle show was popular before memes were even a thing. Chappelle right? has been granted a power through the media of like, oh, Chappelle has taken on this issue. Like yeah. suddenly it matters. Like it just got real. Chappelle talked about it. Yeah. And they do that every once in a while. And they they'll elevate people and then they'll collapse them. It, it does. Chappelle's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, he, he, he does not, he can take a bath. Yeah. He can't, he doesn't walk on water. He can actually submerge himself in water. He's a human being like everybody else. And the press is more like it's 
The opposite. $20 one there from Baron of Grey Matter. Your guest is wrong. The audience has been trained to be offended and embarrassed at anything edgy or non-politically correct. I'm 65 years old. We knew what comedy was, and I hear they would never get away with that now. Why? Well, if you, I love the movie It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. I think that was made in 1966. It's funny to me, but most people nowadays would not watch it and go that's there'd be moments but they're like what the hell is that guy with the big nose and what's this big w things get dated things change that's what happens it's not that people are offended now although that's certainly an influence it's that we people find lose, different things funnier we also lost uh norm mcdonald recently which is another one who was yes. very very like to me that was i grew up in the saturday night live era when he was doing weekend update that was saturday night live for me yeah. obviously the the heyday of saturday night live was a different for a lot of other people well it's whatever it was yeah. when you were in high school yeah. people were like oh my god nobody's funnier than chevy chase like really yeah. you try to have a hard time trying to convince anybody that chevy chase is really funny i know right? Right well bless everybody hates him because he's just mean he's supposedly a jerk he's yeah. like a really like everybody like they, there's not there's no good stories of chevy chase on set it's all he's on he's a bad person saturday night like for Bill one Murray. year <laughs> he's on saturday night live for one year and it launched him and he started making movies and he made really funny movies yep. Caddyshack, Foul Play, Seems Like Old Times, all in the late 70s. Great movies. And then, I don't know. But, com but comedy, times changed. comedy used to push the envelope. But the problem now is that there's so many minefields with what you're allowed, like what topics you can actually. Used to be everything was well, fair game. That's now, what makes South now Park it's great, more limited. They don't limited. care. They just do it. South Park is grandfathered in, though, because they've been around since no, before. It's, that it's, was, they, they, it's that they don't care. They don't care. And they, they are allowed to do it. In the comedy room, well, that's what is I where mean by comedy goes to die. They're the, allowed to do that. In the writing, no, they choose to. There's yeah. like five people that write that show. They choose to do it. They're meant to be offensive. Yeah, yeah but in the writing room, they're like, we can't say that. We've got to make sure that we've got a Benetton ad around the table and everybody's on board with every single joke and we can't touch but this But I'm topic. saying if they tried, if they make that show now, the, the network's going to come in and say, you have to have this many writers that look like this. You're going to have to have this well, many women. Yeah. You have this. They are grandfathered in. It's the same with Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They are allowed to be that way because they started before all of the the cultural shift well they also refuse to do it yeah like they, they have control of their shows with with all the streaming services with the ability of just somebody to put it up on youtube you could do your own thing but the people who write it now are like oh you're gonna be can't say that what, what no 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 we can't do that is there a roseanne show that you would want to watch is, is there a type of roseanne show that you'd want to watch well i wonder what the roseanne I, speaks at the I synagogue mean, she actually did a, i think a fox nation special recently um that was like a comedy special thing yeah. and <laughs> so i think that was kind of her way to kind of break back in um I wonder how much frequency this is going to be because if it's a daily thing or even just a weekly thing, a lot of comedians, they're at their best if they have time to develop material. Um, I, I've worked, I, I know people who you know, went into trying to do daily shows and things who are comedians and they got really lazy because it just got to the point where they just even, they stopped even doing humor because it's not just, a lot of ideas because, come out that off, that frequency. They needed they needed time to work on stuff and yeah. maybe even do some stand up in different places to kind of work on material. And if you're constantly doing material every day, um, there's going to be stuff that's going to fall flat. And I mean, it just. I'm curious how much frequency it's going to be for yeah. her to do this. Daily would be way too much. Yeah. Not not Absolutely. not really plausible. Uh, there's a twenty dollars super chat there. I don't think you want to read it. How about you read it, Brad? Uh, I, 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 I'm not going to read it. I, they, it's uh, Cody Bedro says my sister and I 
As we cuddle on the couch, this is him saying this, uh, our wonders who mom and dad are in the show today. That's the, the words. I just read the I just read the chat. Okay, uh, your chat has been read, Cody. Cody likes to give us very very um, super chats that Incestuous. that inflict the ick. The ick. Mm. He, he likes to inflict the ick. So uh, why is that ick? Who cares what he's doing? <laughs> Was that I imagine everybody out there typing his pants. That's the yuck of the day. <laughs> yes, that's yuck of the day. Uh, yeah, I think I think frequency is is the problem, right? You can't release stuff like this every day. I mean, even in, back in the day, the shows weren't coming out daily; they were coming mm. out weekly. And it needs time to produce. Time what if to she edit. did a late night style show, like an interview style? I mean, thing. I don't know if her her brand leans it uh, lends itself to an interview style mm. show. Because um, yeah. it has to be about Roseanne. Didn't she do a, a show, or am I thinking of somebody else? Maybe thinking of somebody else. I, uh, maybe she did, but I, like, I, I don't know if that would work, but we'll see. It, it's it late night, but she invites it, people on to be the host that asks her questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. Oh, like, so, like the, it could be about like whoever, somebody has to declare themselves the most interesting man or woman in the world, and then every night a different person comes in to talk to them, not them talk if to Roseanne the If Roseanne and Andrew Tate do a talk show <laughs> together... I might die of cringe. She could she could do something I with Theo Vaughn. What if they Schultz. did a porn? I don't think Andrew Tate would do that. I don't think he would be interested. If there's a Bugatti in it, maybe he will. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go to Super Chance, Mary. Corey Anderson said, Brett, did you tell Hannah Claire I said what's up yesterday? I have not seen and her yet. Mary, um, how you doing? I'm I, fine. I have not seen her yet, but I, I will remember, I promise, to, um, to, to pass along your what's up. The ninja said, happy 421, fellas. Sorry I'm so late. I forgot my bong. Whoa, bro. <laughs> Just don't spill the water. Let's do, let's do one more and then we'll move on. Gordon Shumway said, Mary is full of surprises. First, we find out her mom and grandparents were on Oprah. Now we find out her uncle built a bunker. What's next, Mary? That is, it Wait, is your mom was on Oprah? Yeah, in the 90s. For what? They did an episode that was like political differences between family members her and her dad were Republicans. My grandmother was a Democrat in the 90s. That obviously was different. How did they get to, were they uh, from Chicago? Yeah, yeah, okay. they were flown out to Chicago. No, I mean, I, how did you get discovered if you're not from Chicago? Where are your, what? Where's your family from? Oh, from Maryland. Okay, so they were- How almost, did they come to the attention Oprah of Oprah? From, yeah, how did they come to the attention of Oprah? I guess I would have to ask. Uh, this just seems kind of random. That Oprah I mean, was just walking by her house one day. How did you and end saw up on arguing. Oprah in the nineties? Hey, did you have is, to like call a number? I don't know Oprah about the pre-internet age. Baltimore <laughs> did spend become famous in Baltimore, so maybe they know somebody who knew Oprah and they thought, oh well. I don't think there was a personal connection. She but. was walking by the street one day, and your mom and Didn't grandma you, like, were arguing about write politics. a letter. You yeah. write Gail, a letter into Oprah. Gail ratted your parents out. Gail King. All right. Should do a genealogy show for Mary and I'm just. just it's just here's why I'm so crazy. I'm curious to know how <laughs> you get on the radar of Oprah. Let's move on, shall we? TV reality stars are declaring war on NBC Bravo. They're alleging uh, S-word exploitation, mental health exploitation, all sorts of crazy things yes. in this form here. Mary, said, do you want to uh, read about it? The investigation is still ongoing, but we have reason to believe cast members and crew members on NBC reality shows have been subjected to disturbing mistreatment by NBC and its employees, contractors, and affiliates. 
This includes, but is not limited to, deliberate attempts to manufacture mental instability by plying cast members with alcohol while depriving them of food and sleep, <laughs> denying mental health treatment to cast members, displaying obvious alarming signs of mental deterioration, <laughs> exploiting minors for uncompensated long-term appearances on NBC reality shows, distributing and condoning the dis distribution of non-consensual pornography, covering up acts of sexual violence, refusing to allow cast members to f the freedom to leave their shows, even under dire circumstances. I the, love the idea that Refusing to allow cast yeah. members to leave kind of sounds like trafficking. That seems like yeah. imprisonment, false imprisonment. Like, you cannot... The, the guy... Okay, we were talking about them. this the other day because there were a couple of guys who were on Love is Blind. Have you guys seen this show? No. It's, okay. I know of it, but... So I'm it's like a dating it. show where they bring these men and women together, but they, they get to know each other where a screen is between them. They don't get to see each other until they decide to get married. Mm -hmm. So um, a couple of guys who were on Love is Blind decided to create their own version of a SAG-AFTRA, but for reality television stars, because they're getting exploited and their mental health is, is not taken seriously enough, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they said that they were, yeah, like plied with alcohol, not allowed to sleep, drink water, have food, whatever. They said that they were sent to their hotel rooms and not allowed to have a key. And they, were, they had their wallets taken away from them. They didn't have money or ID, but it just seems like you have the ability to leave at any time, but yeah, now they're alleging that they weren't allowed to leave. I love the idea that the CIA well, love is, blind is, like is taking Netflix. notes right now. Love is Blind <laughs> is run by Netflix, not NBC, yeah. but I'm, I assume that reality shows have the similar protocol of getting everyone drunk to fight with each Wednesday other. Wednesday on TBS is hump day where they have like temptation Island and the divorce show or whatever where you just get around and your ex what about milf manor i want to know what yeah. the rules were on milf manor you're not dealing with smart people here and of course there's bars prominently featured in every single thing like they're getting hammered you know who's pissed about this is the, is the real actors who don't get to drink real alcohol when they're <laughs> shooting their movies and they're like these guys are over here they get to actually drink the whiskey i said it seems like a sweet deal because you're, <laughs> you're getting free drinks you're the not entire dealing time. with mentally stable people if yeah. they're like yeah you know what i'll talk to somebody through a screen until i decide if i want to marry them that's not yeah. normal that's not no. good. That's not Most of healthy. Them are, they're not, doing not it to right. get followers on Instagram. Right. And then afterwards, they can do brand They get deals. the reality shows, and then they get the, here's the reality show reunion of reality shows. That's a big thing now. Is, is the, they all do the reunions, right? And that's, what is it like uh, Ma Ariana Maddox and the other guy from... Uh, what is the one in the UK? The, Love Island? No, it's not. It's another one. I see Big uh, Tom Sandoval. I, I don't know who these people are, but people are constantly talking I about them. Scandoval. I am very familiar with Bravo. Okay. But no, yes. I'm not proud of it, but I am. Is it the Vanderpump Rules? Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. And then you've got the crossovers. I love... <laughs> I love... Uh, what he is knows it? them all. The... Uh, the, the, this one on the, the ship the below decks mm. and now they're going on to summer house the people from the below deck and they're going on winter house and they're doing all this they're getting recast to yeah. be yourself and go get hammered somewhere with a whole bunch of people while Doesn't they feel like, very, like that sounds me. awesome yeah. it's it's Paid to fine, drink but, and just be myself. But then you can't go, people? oh my God, I'm so exploited. You know no. what you're signing up for. Mary's like, outside of not having my own hotel key, that sounds like a great time. I mean, you could just call the front desk and ask for one. I don't Seems understand. like you should be able to open the door from the inside. <laughs> I know, I've never been in a hotel room yeah. where they're like, I don't know how this lock works and I'm stuck in here. <laughs> Or is the idea that like if you can't get back in, you're disqualified or something yeah. like that? 
like okay so so they're, they're claiming that they're, like maybe we should focus more like this is all funny but the whole exploiting minors thing sounds like an even bigger lawsuit like in this case they're talking about like what they weren't people, paying them they have kids and they're like yeah bring your kids with and they're that's just, what like, milf manor was they invite all the yeah. milfs and they invite their sons and they don't tell the sons what the show is about until they show up these are adult sons yes though, right? they're yes they're toddlers. in their early 20s and they yeah. have to they set up the sons with other moms and 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 i can't wait which network's gonna do like incest island uh, like you, you can't get out of your hotel I mean, room until you make close. out with your sister well, there was also there was the one in the uk that was about like it was literally a show about like thank you uh, about like letting kids watch like adults get naked and claiming it was educational and that was the whole show yeah and you're just like what what like they were like, it helps kids uh, understand that there's different body types. There was I'm a like, college professor in Canada who just this week said that in order to acclimate children to trans people being around them in locker rooms or whatever, that children need to be exposed to genitals of everybody of various ages at irregular intervals as children. Like just you're bring just Harvey calling Weinstein for, and your tenured pedophilia. That's what you're calling for. Yeah. And uh, this is this is the world we live in now where when people talk about, uh, for instance, when we're talking about whether these movies have cultural impact, well, these shows get made and, and sure, it seems nuts to us, but eventually there will be kids who grow up with this stuff and it will be completely normal because to them, this is normal entertainment. Uh, there's a $20 one there from Baron of Grey Matter. You've made my point. People today don't understand satire, irony, or nuance. If it isn't idiocracy version of Ow My Balls, they won't watch it. Reality TV is safe for networks and easy money. Nuance and, uh, and satire are harder to read through text. It's also cheap to produce, yeah. and you don't have to hire writers during a writer's strike. You don't have to hire That's, actors during an actor's strike. It proliferated in 2007 yeah. during the writer's strike when a lot of reality TV shows... There's still the... I, I always point out there's, there's this amazing art that says it blames the rise of Donald Trump on the 2007 writer strike because of The Apprentice. They're uh, afraid of being replaced by artificial intelligence now. 2007 proof that they could be replaced by no intelligence. <laughs> that, that's, that's true. I have gotten into Love After Lockup. and um, <laughs> You're welcome. And I know. He got me into that. And then um, Married at First Sight. And at first it's entertaining and it's like, oh my God, these people are insane. Cause you kind of associate them as characters. Not and, as and, actual human beings. And, and then you start to feel really like, I feel dirty after watching this. Cause I'm, I'm almost, I just feel bad. You start for to, you, from laughing these, at them these, to like feeling bad for them like, and then you know, dirty. This poor girl's got daddy issues and she's dysfunctional and she needs help. Like she you needs and I God. See Ariana she Grande. needs God. <laughs> she needs God, you know? And I just, Ugh. They're 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 what Britney Spears would be without the money. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways. And, and like like you said, like I guarantee you, there is some like director there who's like, uh, give us the they need God scene. Like like <laughs> everything. Uh, the that, idea is like, never going to by happen. the <laughs> end of the scene, what everyone should be feeling is those people need Jesus. What they do is yeah. they they'll find your worst moment. So your uh, your fiance cheated on you. And like you've probably moved on from it because you've been because you got pen, him drunk on you've been, set you've and been then writing pen him... pal letters to him while he's in prison for trafficking meth from Mexico and you like expected him to be faithful to you. He was, he was actually writing a whole bunch of other women and getting money from them. But the producers then their job is to remind you every time you forget mm -hmm. you're having to get, remember how he cheated on you. 
Remember how he cheated on you? They're like the best friend who hates the boyfriend. Just constantly go, yeah, no, I'm glad you guys are together again. But you remember how he cheated on you. Well, That's from- the job of a producer in a reality show yeah. is just to keep bringing up crap that you'd gotten over so you never get over it so they can milk it. Because if they get you to squirt some tears... That's Emmy Gold. Well, and from a film producer perspective, you're constantly thinking, okay, they're constantly forcing a camera in your face after you you just found out somebody, you know, the most devastating news of your life. They constantly are like, okay, camera in your face, camera in your face. They're tracking you. They're following you. They're going to the bathroom. I mean, it's... We didn't get that shot when the phone was... When they, yeah. You heard could you that do your that again? Died. Could you, yeah. could you, you mind just... just yeah. They're up. like, by the way, you can't have anything to eat and here's some alcohol. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, no, and we then, don't have a sandwich for you, but we do have some tequila. And now we've brought your kids into it. They have to be on board with what you're doing right now, too. So... Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of the call to unionize reality TV stars? Oh, let them, because it'll sure. put themselves out of business. Brett, play the, play the video of Bethany Frankel at the end of this God, article. Really She's, she agrees with them. Here we go. I know you were very vocal about saying reality stars need a union because they rerun over that and over again these episodes. Would you consider taking on that task Thanks. and kind of going full throttle? I am about to go to the library and take out the idiot guide to starting a union. I literally know nothing about it, like I knew nothing about relief work or anything else I've ever done. Launching a liquor brand, starting a podcast, oh launching a YouTube series. But I will certainly, I'm, I'm, I do gotta do the shameless no self promo there. Union, but I know I can do it. That's Has how you can tell she's you, sincere. Like, like, like maybe friends and pals are saying, you know what, I wanna join in. Can you Every, name some oh, of them? No, 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 so many, over a hundred, very well-known reality stars have reached out to me and chairmans of major companies have said that I'm right on with the terms I'm about to post in the next hour that I think are fair, but subject to modification because I wrote them overnight at five o'clock in the morning preparing for Mark and Kelly. So would you consider them striking and not like filming? I think that people should boycott the television shows that are running at reruns forever uh, and the originals. And I think that the reality stars in production now, like people like Vanderpump Rules that have the power because we are the losers of the entertainment industry that right now are the workhorse mule B-list people that are going to be the clowns. B-list. The Pony Show, make a fool right. yourself. You cheat on somebody, rip someone's hair out, go broke and live that on TV for the rest of your life without getting paid. We're the ones who are going to be trying to, the jugglers, the circus animals that they're going to want to fill in the content that A-list Hollywood is going to negotiate. And it's the reality reckoning and the Bethany clause is changing today. I do like that she's going to take the book out of the library and yeah. not buy it. <laughs> the idiot's got. Is she uh, Is she currently on a reality show? I don't know, I don't know. that she is. I don't know. Which I, might be part I don't of why she was on Real Housewives. I know she was, but, but I don't think I don't she think is anymore. anymore. I, I think which B-list might be part of why she's the founder of Skinny Girl Brand. Which might be why she's Her skinny margaritas are great. They're actually really good. Oh, well, they're probably plying them with. Uh, that's uh, what they. That's set, they, they, she's like. Food. She sells the network her booze so yeah. that they can they can give it to the actors. That's why uh, nobody. Shows. I can't take anybody in that sweater seriously. Though. Uh, yeah. the, it was an interesting choice for a sweater. I'll, I'll give her that. It's, right. It's three D. It's I, no. no. It looks kind of like the actually kind of looks like the Twitter bird on the side. The it, it kind of looks like a, a little the bit. Twitter logo. It's available now. Yeah. She could use that now. Now she has to replace it with X logos on the side. I wonder what she would have gotten had she won the bet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like it it is, it says something about society though, like, because 
a lot of reality TV, like, like someone like you guys, you watch it, like you understand that what you're watching is a guilty pleasure. I don't know if the next generation of people who are growing up with it will look at it that way. It's just going to be what entertainment is. Well, to them. Most, I, everyone wants to be a social media influencer now. Mm-hmm. And so then that's really the next extension of what reality TV is. So <laughs> for them, the way to get there is be on the reality show. Mm-hmm. We have a problem in society. Media. What's I the wrote problem? about this in my book. Mm-hmm. The line between famous and infamous is gone. It's just about getting attention. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how you get it. It's just about getting attention. So you can be a complete weirdo, nuts, psychopath, self-destructive, smearing feces on yourself in the middle of an intersection. You'll get attention. You'll get views. You'll get like, and it's just about getting attention. I think it started back with Paris Hilton mm-hmm. and the porn tape that her ex-boyfriend released. And it, like, there was no... Oh man, I mean, that's and the kind of embarrassing. And, it was, the and then the Kardashian business model followed and goes, We've got one too. Ray J was the famous one in the video, but they monetized that. Normally people would go like, God, I'm kind of embarrassed and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stay home for a couple of weeks. No, they went out and said, Screw it. And good for them, but then society said, Yeah, well, I want more. That that girl I never heard of before that I saw having sex with the rapper. I want I need to know more about her. And we people just started realizing it's just about just get attention doesn't matter good attention bad attention there's no difference anymore and it's just about getting then social media came in and said if you get enough attention you can make a lot of money and you've got these vapid morons out there going i'm a social media influencer here buy this brand do this do that do the other thing and bud light drives a brinks truck up to your house and dumps it out on your front lawn with uh, if you're dylan mulvaney and like nobody thinks about whether this is good or not anymore. I also wonder if Hollywood has recovered from the pandemic yet with the with the movie sales down and the, I mean I realized streaming went up but um, there was a lot in Hollywood that was hurt financially so to do all these strikes I just wonder how much like keep asking for more and more money do they have all the revenue there to actually fulfill the dreams of all these, you know, people no. that want to do that? Because is the entertainment business making as much money as it used to? And I don't think it is. So then if you add in the reality TV, which is a cheap product, um, also having union demands as well, mm-hmm. that's also going to hurt. And then they're already filming in Canada because they're trying to get away from tax un- unions and taxes. And I mean, yeah, they go to Georgia. Remember they hated Georgia? And yeah. then they're like, yeah, but they do give good tax breaks. Yeah. yeah. No, so. Chicago. Chicago too. Chicago does the same. They, that's why all those uh, Dick Wolf shows film in Chicago. You love the Transformer movies. I do. And you, the one set in Washington D.C., whichever one it was, when they're walk, walking around. Yeah, because there's like skyscrapers. There's well, nothing in D.C. more than ten it's, stories it's tall. It's the same thing. Like when you watch the show Suits, and I'm like, that doesn't actually look anything like New York. But sure, I guess like yeah. it's close enough. Uh, also, the one of the problems is like the the blueprint for infamous from famous to infamous are Kardashians and the Hiltons who were all insulated by money anyways. They were they were already part of families that had large financial infrastructure that could build on that. When a regular person does that, it just ends up sad yeah. and pathetic. It doesn't it work is. for them. It, it works for somebody like them. But or, you know or what? Nicole you Ritchie. don't hear about those people. You nope. don't see those people. They end up on Love After Lockup. They don't end, <laughs> they don't end up as uh, people on Below Deck as the people renting the luxury yacht. I do think you're right, though. Like, one of the things that I think that has become a mix-up, and I think the actors might buy into it, is they think that these studios are, like, they're shuffling around and they're hiding all this money they're making. No, I think they're hiding the numbers because nobody's actually watching this crap. 
Like you're you're making 10,000 shows and for every, sure, Abbott Elementary might have done fine, but for every other show that you make that nobody's ever heard of nobody's watching that and they think they're hiding money from them when in reality they're not releasing the numbers because they don't want to say we made the show and literally nobody tuned in to watch well hmm. isn't didn't tori spelling do a reality show with her husband wasn't that she, like the like five kids or something? she's just in the news today yeah. it's like she's, she's like living, living in, in a trailer RV park, park or something yeah I mean, really that's, yeah. that's the sad her part her mom seems like a real piece of crap yeah god yeah. But I think that's the sad part about a lot of these reality people is that they just end up in an RV. And you let your kid and grandkids go. That's Aaron Spelling's daughter, uh, daughter, right? Yeah, Yeah, she used to live in a mansion. She used to live in the biggest house, one of the biggest houses in California, if not the country. I mean, let's be fair. If we wait long enough, that's a reality show waiting to happen that she could actually monetize. Look, if she had the residuals she deserves from 90210, (laughs) this would not have happened. How do you guys feel about residuals? I didn't know how they, I mean, I knew the concept of them, but I listened to the uh, Victory, the podcast, mm-hmm. the guys from Entourage, my third Entourage reference, Doug Allen, what's up? Um, the residual, if you got paid, this is the way it was explained by uh, the guy who played Eric on the show, who runs the podcast. If you got paid a million dollars for an episode, per episode, and then they rerun it mm-hmm. on a network, the first time you get is 90% of what your pay was. So you get 900,000, then it was really basic. I'm sure it's more complex than this. But then it's 800,000, then it goes down each time, but it's never nothing. Okay. So it's it's fine. I've, I remember everybody who made sitcoms in the 50s, 60s, and 70s got absolutely screwed. And all the Brady kids were broke and having to work yeah. fast yeah, William, jobs Shat- William Shatner got nothing because they, well, they got residuals for like three years and then that was it they want to talk about a time when a union was necessary that's the thing when I was going to college in 99 there was a strike of the writers the newspaper writers in Detroit there are two papers the news and free press and they were on strike for a long time and the political science teacher I had gave us credit if we went to a union rally on campus so it was really easy if you'd have closed your eyes you'd have thought it was 1920 and like nothing had changed unions were absolutely necessary and they never changed they stopped being necessary in the way they were necessary before they might be needed now for certain things but they're not necessary people aren't being ripped up in turbines and the family get a ham and they're sorry about your loss and then move on times have definitely changed but the unions don't seem to have recognized that and they don't change and so you end up in a situation where a lot of people, they're making demands and most people are like, you're arguing for a pension. What the hell's a pension? Nobody gets a pension anymore. They're mm-hmm. arguing for things that people don't understand. They're out of touch and they've outlived their usefulness because they haven't adapted. Well, they also don't do anything most of the time. So what they just saying? want a cut of your, they just want a certain percentage each year. And I mean, even like in the radio business, everyone who's on air has to pay a union fee. And, um, you know, is the union negotiating your contract every year? No, it's not. It, it's not. They're not helping you financially whatsoever. So it, it's like, what are they useful for? And well, the, when I was thinking of residuals, I was thinking like, think about the people who have like, like longstanding patents or created something of actual like societal value, right? Like, is there really a, a drastic difference, at least in the free market between a product of of like actual value to society or something that's simply being rerun on a network television where they can slap ads on it and then you know exactly how much you're going to get from a cut of that episode because there's ads attached to it. But when they do it on on these streaming services, there's no ads attached to it. That's wildly different. And there's no way to know that the people watching it signed up 
specifically for that show, there isn't actually a solve for but this. But they Not believe in the see. legitimacy of the studios more than the studios do. They think just yeah. because their show is on Netflix that it's making oodles of money. Yeah, well, it, like, how? And how they think is it it's more popular than it is because it has the stamp of le legitimacy I that keep, it's on a streaming yeah. platform. I keep, I have, like, almost... <laughs> Almost every streaming service, but I keep only certain ones for specific shows. Uh, there's no way that that streaming service knows that I keep that streaming service just for that show. Like the only show that could actually make that reference is probably The Office or Seinfeld, which is what is going to happen with the, as the strike goes on. Everyone's going to fight for The Office. Everyone's going to fight for Seinfeld and Community, and everything else goes by the wayside because you don't know if the people who signed up for your it's basically a big pot, right? It's mm -hmm. not like ads which are targeted to specific shows at specific times i mean ad rates vary wildly just on time of day when they come out let alone everything on the streaming service at the same time you don't know why they're you know if they're watching it for this show you don't know how long so do you divide it by hours watched minutes watched there's no financial blueprint for something like that right now no there isn't like they're very you're right very few shows that people keep the service for i guess you can see an influx yeah they have an algorithm it has to be based partially on the honor system but people should get something yeah yeah i think re residuals you really it's very much depending on your agent and your ne contract negotiation now sometimes they'll say well do you want the part or not well, um but residuals should be in every contract it would be but, better but if they just paid the more up front right because if you paint if you're commissioned if i commission you to do a painting for me and you become a wildly successful artist and i paid you 10 grand for the thing and i can mm -hmm. resell it for a hundred million dollars, you don't get a piece. Yeah. You don't get a say. So pay people enough up front and then residuals aren't that much of an issue. Mary, $20 one right there. Benrick Five said, does Mary feel she isn't as smart because she doesn't have glasses tonight? Because as much <laughs> as we love Brett and the guests, Mary is why we come back. Controversial, nope. Hey, I, I will turn this, this podcast around right now. <laughs> but, I will take us off air if you're not careful there. I don't, I don't normally wear glasses. No. So I don't unless I'm reading, yeah. and so I've got two screens in front of me. The uh, well, we were just looking at that article earlier where we were talking about was it Disney? They cancel a show after three seasons. Yeah, they well, yeah. they don't cancel the show, but they, they reboot re it under a different name so that they can continue underpaying the cast and the crew. Well, science has shown that Disney is evil. They yeah. like re-released yeah. Hannah Montana and re-released the sweet life of Zach and Cody under a different name so that they could the biggest problem is the quality less. sucks and, and the terrible and, shows but really at the end of the day I'm it. sorry but like if you're trying to go toe to toe with Hollywood uh, Hollywood money men Hollywood financial people you're going to lose because they've learned how to uh, not cook the books but they know how to move the money around they know how to write the, like look at what uh, was being done at Warner Brothers by just dumping stuff writing it off as a loss they know what they're doing and uh right now we just saw another article that said that warner brothers just saved like a hundred million dollars because of the writer strike right now with all the things they're just not creating well, they, they made batgirl or whatever it and, was and they for like 200 million dollars and they said we're 90, never gonna let 90, yeah. 90 million. we're never gonna let it see the light of day we're never gonna let it see the. they could have put it on hbo max or whatever the hell it's called now and I don't know, gotten something back. They probably could have recouped it if you, even if it's terrible. No, how, no, how do you, you make it, it back on HBO Max? I don't buy that ninety million. Well, you sell dollars, it to them. 90, you sell it to but them. they own it. It's Warner Brothers, so it's already yeah, owned the, by the, them. Look, if a company you, buys something from another subsidiary of the company, they 
they put it on somebody else's books. Warner Brothers comes out ahead. So, so like, I don't buy that you're going to get ninety million dollars worth of budget for for a movie that ever, that's been. Kind What's of, more, twenty five million dollars or no dollars? But they wrote it off, and so the the idea is that but they you get. You understand to, what a write off yeah. is? Is you don't get to go ninety million. We'll just take that right completely off of our taxes. But they're not going to get. They're not going to get ninety million for it from another one of these streaming services either. You want to talk about a screwed up tax yeah. system yeah. that incentivizes taking a $90 million loss rather than well, trying they, to no, recoup $25 when they, when, million of it. But it was part of the merger. When Warner Brothers was bought by Discovery, they had to write down, like they they get rid of $4 billion worth of bloat. And that was just one of the victims of that uh, requirement from Discovery. Like, look, we, we hired David Zaslav. He needs to cut $4 billion off of our books by the end of this fiscal year. But it's, if you don't think that you could have recouped a chunk, a good chunk, if not How more than you could write it? off of 90 million by releasing that there's going to be a whole bunch of DC people who insist that DC movies don't suck. But they're also and not then going to go DC to the theaters stuff on others. Like they're not, uh, they're not going to put it on other streaming services because it's DC. If you can't monetize that, how do you then yeah. monetize 200 million or whatever it was for the Zack Schneider cut? of Justice League and then let him do it again and just this time in black and white. But they did do that because that was to, for the launch of HBO Max so it became about increasing signups at time of launch which they said did. It did it, but it, then it, you want more signups yeah. and you go hey here's another one or stop cancellations stop hemorrhaging cancellations. Well with four with a you four have new hour content, movie. You need to provide yeah. new content here's new content original content probably is horrible yeah. but it's original content and you go nah. I'd rather set it on fire. And DC, to be fair, is is very bad right They're now. Terrible. And they've been very, very bad for a long time, which is sad because I'm a DC fan. The only thing that I've liked on HBO recently is it had not been, I tried to watch Gotham, but uh, I'm sorry, uh, the doom that came to Gotham wasn't good. I did like the show Warrior. Which is not an H, which is not a DC. It's just a regular television show. But in general, they're not exactly hitting the mark. I've been watching diners, drive-ins, and dives. That's <laughs> that's what it's about. See, that that's not going on strike. You know, you Guy Fieri is going to be continuing to go to you got bars the color and scheme of guys' hair. Yes, spike that I do. Up you, I, I do. That's I don't your next car, bet. Though. Spike that up. No, like Guy well, Fieri. As the hair grows out, he's going to have the frosted tips. Yes. Oh <laughs> gosh, help me. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go to super chat, shall we? Kai said, I'm crazy for my friends here. Okay. <laughs> Shane H. Wilder said, is Posty's bunker filled with Cane's sauce? Maybe. I mean, he does love really raising, into raising canes. canes? I, I, I always wonder if maybe, maybe not for him, but for some people it's just a cope because they don't like... Uh, they don't like the religious aspect of Chick-fil-A, so they're like, I love raising canes, but really it's just they don't want to admit they like Chick-fil-A. I don't think that's the case for Post Malone, though. No. Benrick Five said Cardi B threw the mic, but the track kept playing. Wasn't lip syncing a very controversial thing back in the day? Ashley Simpson, Millie Vanilli. I mean, a lot of artists now, they don't necessarily use lip syncing, but they use like the tracking, right? Where like you can hear the vocal track behind them, but it's it's not as loud. Yeah. Rihanna at the Super Bowl was lip syncing. Yeah. Or or didn't uh or they there was the big thing about Beyonce where like she she had the big flourish while she performed the Super Bowl and did the national anthem like took the the earpiece out of her ear but they found out later that it was re pre-recorded anyways yeah. and she got very sensitive about it and then sang the national anthem <laughs> live at like a press conference mm -hmm. because she felt embarrassed that somebody like that they were like why did you do that when you weren't even performing it live? The argument anyways? was like we talked about earlier is if you you're doing cardio and you're dancing around can't do exactly. everything but 
you can tell when they're like singing with the mic and then they're off the mic and then they're on the mic and like and there's no moderation in the the vocals. They're not there they're, for the they're vocals. Not. They're there to just bask in the presence. Yeah, but of you can just watch an HD video and B. shake their ass. You don't need to pay fifty <laughs> bucks to see I, I it. I give them a pass if it's their authentic voice. It's it's the people who fake it is the one that uh, is, is the hard part. Because I mean, if that person really did record that and that's their their song, that's they're their playing voice. the record. Taekwondo yeah. guy says one Brett Keynes is uh, Keynes is awesome. I was merely asking that question about other people. I have no problem with raising Keynes. I don't even eat Chick Fil A chicken. I get I go to Chick Fil A for the the fries and the macaroni and cheese. Because you're a child. Yes, I am. Uh, Kai, I can't read this one. I just don't understand what you're talking about. Uh, Something about Phil's roar yesterday. No, but... uh, well, Rebel Yell is a it's a song. What? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a Billy Idol song. Did he say that in the super chat? It says, I need the rebel yell. At That's Phil. not need isn't spelled R Y N R R D. No. Oh, I'm, I'm down. That is not how I'm, you spell. No, need. I'm down farther. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what that means. You guys well, need to super chat in English. I think please. that's supposed to be maybe really need. He, he already gave you he what got, you he, wanted. Phil, <laughs> Phil roared for him yesterday. Do one more and then we'll okay. move on. Shane H. Wilder said, we know the truth, Brett. You're going after Mary's blonde throne. Yes, that's exactly, what's, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> All right, guys, let's hold off on the rest. We'll come back. Gwyneth Paltrow's back in the news. And frankly, she's my favorite thing in Hollywood to talk about because unlike the Seth Rogans of the world who pretend to like you or I by making these stupid statements ahead of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, Gwyneth Paltrow isn't like you or I, and she has no desire to be perceived as like you or I. She's inaccessible. She has nothing in common with the average person, and she's just fine with that. Uh, this story says Gwyneth Paltrow is once again being called out of touch for listing her luxurious guest house in Montecito, California on Airbnb to combat, quote, widespread loneliness. So you can pay to hang out with Gwyneth Paltrow. But isn't the price lonely. zero? Isn't the price zero? It uh, says zero dollars a night. Booking opens August 15th at 1 p.m. Yeah. I think we should do it. Yeah, do yeah. it. Do a show for But it there. sounds like it should be a lottery system. Totally. Like, Whoever gets it first, maybe. She said, uh, my Montecito home is my sanctuary for respite and mental clarity. Whether you're seeking a place for unexpected connection or for well-deserved solitude and reflection, when you come to stay, I hope you'll get as much joy out of the home as I do. Let's watch the oh video. Oh, my God. She's such a pretentious asshole. She also said, somebody that's my else favorite part. Words. She said, I've loaded up your stay with some of my favorite goop essentials How to nourish your body, mind, and soul. How many smelling of her vagina your, are going to be placed be throughout the Free goop candles. Let's, let's watch the video. That's the, it's, it's the best part. Oh. Here we go. Hold on. I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. Welcome to my Montecito home. Behind me is my beautiful little guest house, which I'm about to list on Airbnb. She just looks like she always just took a Xanax. Yeah, a couple of, a handful of. Yeah. Welcome. This is our guest house. Her guest house is bigger than Woodburn the other place. Lovely little bar. The bedroom with nice high ceilings. In here, We've got a nice soaking tub, some of my favorite goop products. Your skin is gonna be better when you leave than when you came. Oh, yeah. This is nestled right in nature, so you can come and have a zen moment with lots of light and fresh air. Another amazing thing we can do when you come and stay is we could have a little chef's dinner together in our wine room. And you can select whatever bottle of wine you like, 
and we can have a fantastic, cozy dinner with your guest and my husband. This is a really nice place to come and relax on one of the <laughs> chaises long in the sun, have a nice swim. Okay, so like a hotel do you think this pool. is a good place to put on Airbnb? I think this is, I've seen a lot of homes, and I think this is one of the best homes I've ever seen. Yeah, Thanks for, for that sure. powerful Thanks for the CEO. All set up and ready for you. Cannot wait to host you in the guest house. See you soon. She is so it's, out of I touch. Just, I love reality. it. It's, I, I love that she's not trying. That's the best part. But and this was her, her caption. Loneliness is a human condition, but in the past few years, increased isolation and lack of community has made our lives even more fragmented. Airbnb had the brilliant idea of doing something to make the world a little less lonely. I'm inviting you to come stay in my guest house for a night. While we may begin as strangers, I hope we'll find connections and commonalities over a delicious meal. And this also is close to her, her goop store, so you yes. guys can walk to the goop store together and buy vagina candles. Also, yes. even if also you get even access if it to is, the uh, Bluetooth that controls the egg that's in. Never mind. <laughs> also, like uh, just to point out that like the the ad the thing said um, zero dollars, right? Yeah. You'll notice that at the top of the screen there it does say paid partnership. So she is making money off this well, from the CEO Airbnb. of Goop is in the video. Yes. Or CEO uh, of Airbnb is there. The they're, Goop they're in Mojo on Dojo Casa House. Yes. <laughs> uh, look, I, I love it. I, I, I love the idea that like whenever, when they, when whoever shows up, she's just going to be like trying to hide her disdain. Yes. And like they're going to pick a wine. She's like, oh my God. Everyone know like uh. you don't eat, you don't drink a red with that you drink a white with that. It's you, all you, two buck chuck. She's replaced <laughs> the entire wine cellar with two buck chuck. Well, because she's got she's got to look like a normal person, right? Yeah. She's got to look like an everyday person, and just every decision you make, she she's gonna look at you, sit down, and she's like. I know. Don't sit on my chair. Yeah. Another person said, it's pronounced Ches Long. I've been out here my whole life saying Ches Lounge like a peasant. <laughs> So out of touch, girls start making movies again and acting like you're a human. I, I don't want her to. Just could ever afford to stay there, this. Gwen? This is Instagram where normal civilians who can barely make rent each month, let alone eat, socialize. I mean, your target market is probably celebrities and rich people like yourself. Most of us could only dream to visit a fraction of a house of what you live in. Also, like, are they going to be like, put, are they going to have black bags put over their heads so they don't know the address <laughs> for the future? I, I, don't, I, yeah. I am not a Gwyneth Paltrow fan, but I don't get the anger toward her. Yeah, I, that's making me like her more. Yeah, no, it, I love it. it. I'm, I'm, I find this whole thing the hilarious. The trial was gold. Yeah. People get physically angry at her. Like, okay, she's weird and she's trying to do something that's weird and she thinks she's doing good and she's not coming at it from malice she's just a weirdo I think, yeah. she, I think she thinks she sounds authentic yeah. and she sort of does it's just she's a weirdo so yeah. I love I, she just looks medicated all yeah. the time oh, yes. to me like like she doesn't get just like a single bottle of Xanax she's Hollywood she's got two bottles at Here's all times our time. lithium pile yeah. <laughs> take your lithium and no it's all from her goop pool. products well, have you, her so zen have you followed her diet though how she, what she she's People, done yeah the last time she got backlash on the internet was because they said she had an eating disorder because she eats she has like bone broth for breakfast yeah. and only eats vegetables and to be yeah. fair like it was a bad like, time to have that conversation because she looked really emaciated, emaciated yeah, in yeah. that in that video she's like oh, I, I eat this and <laughs> she looks like she just had the she buckle fat removal yeah. and she didn't look healthy yeah. in that like but it's not easy to be a skinny rich white woman look she, she is not easy if you've ever been to any rich neighborhood this is exactly what the wife of some rich ceo or some dude with a lot of money 
all their wives are just like this. And that's why it's funny. She's just like you or I, if you or I were rich, <laughs> right? Well, it's Montecito, right? So if she gets tired of them, she could just say, hey, go over to Megan's house. Make, make, make I love how she's like, welcome to my Montecito home. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, where are the other homes? So what, why is this one? I'd never given my geographic location in my Oprah's home. Oprah's over there. Welcome Meghan to my Markle's crappy basement Baltimore apartment. <laughs> and I just like, I really do think that like, this is where the acting lessons come in in handy for her, right? Because she's going to be looking at every normal person that comes in there and just be like, they're so uncivilized. This <laughs> is yes. like, it's basically heathens being brought into my home. <laughs> Like, uh, and but what is this part about it costing zero dollars? That's not possible, right? Because well, is it like well, if, if Airbnb is this is great PR for yeah. Airbnb, so it's like an ad instead of paying uh, for five hundred thousand dollars worth of commercials, they give Gwyneth Paltrow five hundred thousand dollars. They handle all the thing, and one person spends one night in there with one meal on one day where she's available and willing to make herself available for half a million dollars. We talked about Taylor Swift doing a private concert. <laughs> This is the actor's equivalent of doing a private wow. concert. The okay, best. Oh. She said she's curated a haven to immerse you in the ultimate goop retreat. God. Empower your mind with guided transcendental meditation Even in sessions. Even horrible. A relaxing day spa full of your favorite goop beauty essentials. Fuel your body with nourishing goop kitchen inspired meals. And best of all, I want somebody take to home this. valuable techniques to continue your Do journey. This, have the dinner with the family. And right before the dinner, the, the couple drinks a huge bottle of Epicat. <laughs> it just so throws up everything. No, but it, randomly, they won't know when it happens. They have this beautiful chef's meal and it's all elegant. They unbottle, uncork the wine. And, and then just suddenly, you're like, oh, this is incredible. Yeah. This, this <laughs> the, is incredible. I love this. is the best food I've ever. Like, the best and thing I want it happen. filmed is like she ends up being like the the airbnb host from hell she's like wash those yeah. sheets wash them like everything needs shoes to off look, shoes off shoes ev off everything needs to look exactly like it looks she has to water yeah. all of her, her plants <laughs> feed her cat you gotta clean up after the dog it, it, like the women get the the what was it like the necklace vibrator that she was selling remember yeah. that maybe like, you can also try her uv rectum therapy <laughs> okay. yeah the vaginal spa that she a little steam that could be like it's like it turns into like a joke segment where she's like Gwyneth offers to do that with you and just to see if the couple will actually do the never go full Gwyneth <laughs> the full Gwyneth experience is this a capitalist stunt yes do we want to stay at the ultimate goop retreat anyway also yes yes it's it's, it's I would do it it's giving very early 2000s I would do it for here. free I would do it for free for totally. the story. I think it is for free. Well, I know, but that's that's it. That's, it's I, basically well, a lottery at this point, right? Like yeah. there's there's people who run like financial firms that go through all that extra effort to make sure that their businesses are located like right by Wall Street so that their trades get in faster. They're just waiting right now to book the goop. I bet there's one day and that's it. Yeah. And it's one time and that's it. Yeah. And I think that this is basically the Airbnb CEO was standing right there like, great idea, Gwyneth. I, I bet they're, I bet they are trying to set this up so other celebrities or semi famous influencer, whatever, people who have nice homes, they're hoping they can do this is like the tester site yeah. to sample, like to get people into the idea of, yeah. oh, you could if, actually if rent the out Airbnb the guest house. CEO happens to be rooting through your bushes. Oh, oh, hey, all no, the, think of all the weird celebrities that could uh, see Bill Murray could do 
do this. That, remember, I always Bill make, Murray have a home. I always I make think fun he does of, this to other people. He'll <laughs> probably he already did that up. in Zombieland. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like like Bill Murray because he's always he's so weird and so quirky. Like come stay at my weird house and he's like living in a library. Yeah. yeah. Like I like that idea. He's staying in a frat like, house. Yes. You get to, like the, the the fold out. No, he's uh, no, he's in the he's in the the firehouse from Ghostbusters. He's in you the know, press box yeah. for the minor league baseball team. That yeah. He if this becomes uh, a- from Minnesota. The, no, there's one in South Carolina and the St. Paul Saints the in Minnesota. Bulls, I just I found that out over the over Fourth of July that he owns a part of that team. If this becomes a regular Airbnb experience that they they start doing with celebs or semi celebrity people, you could have surprise guests as a part of the Airbnb experience, and then Bill Murray could be the occasional Who's, guy that they pay. What to celebrity's show up. guest house would you want to spend the night in if you were to have dinner with them? If oh, if I got to have yeah, dinner, you get, you with get them. dinner. It's part of the it's the the full Paltrow. Mary Except you, you get first. it with somebody else. Uh, Kanye. 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 Yeah. He I, lives in a warehouse, though. Does so he? It won't be very I comfortable. I don't know if there's a celebrity I care enough about. It doesn't to, have to be actor. Could yeah. be a musician. Could be anybody. But they got to be alive. Hmm. I can't. Christopher Nolan. I'd like to talk to Christopher Nolan about. I movies. think talking to Christopher mm. Nolan would be tough. Yeah. I think it'd be a tough Awkward conversation. and funny. I, I think he would answer you very directly and not expound upon anything. You just have to keep, you have asking, to keep asking questions. questions. Okay, yeah, uh, but He's then that what happened? Friend. We walked up the stairs. You say... Yeah, but then what happened? <laughs> then we walked into the room. Like, okay, <laughs> just, why don't you just tell the story, dude? What's wrong with it's you? It's like when you ask him, he's like, how's it going? Good. Yeah. It's, it's a start of a conversation. You're supposed to give me more than that, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm just saying that because uh, I'm thinking about going to see Oppenheimer again. But uh, I, there's probably somebody that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head. Uh, what about you? I don't know. You, don't know how, you asked I was gonna, well, I'm asking the questions, Heather. I wouldn't mind Elon, but he has no homes. So he likes to, you have to, go to Tesla stay point. at Tesla. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tesla have to point. stay in a factory, too. <laughs> I, know, I mean, he'd be crotchety, but I, I just, Harrison Ford would be I think he'd be horrible so you to could, be around. So you could gas him up about that bad Indiana Jones yeah, the, movie the, the that Crystal everybody Skull knows. Oh, no, you Temple need. Temple of Doom is dial bad, a, Dial of... Or William Shatner, because I think William, William Shatner, Shatner would be a blast. Totally. William Shatner would be really, really good. I'd, yeah. I'd be down for that one. Clint, if Clint, you're ever on a long drive, get any of his audiobooks. Oh, yeah. He performs yeah. them. And they're well worth your time. Okay. Look, uh, I, I think this is interesting because it's like zero dollars. It will end up being something that will become more common. And then it's going to just I end up being. I could see it being too expensive even at zero dollars. I have to spend time with Gwen Paltrow. I just want to throw that I'm out. I'm telling you, I want to know how you get there. Like, I, she, just, she doesn't want you knowing her address. Like, she's not. This is not what's happening. She's not going to text you like the. the she's not going to drop a pin. No, it's going to be a whole thing where you're picked up. With uh, somebody who's going to pick you up, it's not yeah. going to be an Uber. It's going to be somebody, a driver, probably somebody who's. It's a goop her driver, around. and they're going to—they're not going to take the direct route. You're going to get the scenic route. <laughs> the map says it's 20 minutes away. We'll be there Tuesday. Yes, you know, like, <laughs> they're I'm driving gonna, back. Are, are we in Cleveland right now? I just flew into LA. What the hell is going? And then you, you pull up to the place, and you're nauseated, and the, the cars heat is on, so you're not aware of what's going on. And then you'll be fine. You'll be thrown in the the. Olympic swimming pool or whatever, and then you'll forget all about it, and you'll be taken out in a burlap sack. And by the and by the time that's all done, anything you do will seem awesome. So yeah. the, the whole time will be amazing, right? Well, imagine the detox process that Gwyneth has to go through after being around a normal person. <laughs> like she probably would have yeah. to like spend weeks just trying to 
Okay. As you're leaving, uh, a cleaning service yes. is coming in to <laughs> yeah. like to just clean, to just just douse everything. We must They're just get gonna rid burn of down the house. <laughs> we must get rid of the stench of these people. She's gonna burn move. a whole bunch of the candles that smell like my vagina. Yeah. All right. Tip over a goop candle and accidentally burn the house. All the down. wildlife in the neighborhood. And away. because it happened while working, it's a write-off. She'll mm-hmm. she'll get the she'll get the insurance money, no problem. It is disappointing that it's not the main house. She's just doing well, yeah, the guest it's not house, her uh, like, five million dollar so-called eco mansion yeah. that's been seven years of construction. It has an Olympic sized pool, four bedrooms and two acres of land. So you don't get to stay Do there. Do you pee in the pool? And how many snipers? Would anyone notice? How many snipers and security are oh, around? Ever, like you can't leave I'm your pee guest in house. Paltrow's pool. Yeah. Uh, well, does she. Well, she's got. She, she has like kind of crunchy granola hippie security. Like they're they're big burly ex military guys, but yeah. they're all wearing like hemp, and uh, like he's got a hemp holster for his. Oh, they have a crossbow. His... They don't even have a gun. Does she get wildly pissed off if it's like a, a Chris Martin fan? Who just won't oh, shut up yeah. about her ex husband? Oh, I love it. Wear Coldplay merch. Yeah, just, on Coldplay the house. And a boombox constantly <laughs> playing Coldplay. I bet the husband, the new husband, is like, yeah, this doesn't suck. I'm, I'm her new so husband weird. is a surfer, I think. See, it's oh. right on brand. It's like yes. she didn't marry the guy for him. She married him for his job. She's like, I'm, I'm only marrying a surfer or a dude who teaches yoga for a huh? living. Yeah. That's it. Put some whole milk in her fr- in her guest house fridge, and she's gonna freak out. It's not oat milk or like you know, <laughs> or uh, milk. It, she it, it's like the fr- the fridge will have locks on it, so yeah. that she like. What if the like dinner a- you just order McDonald's and her <laughs> and her husband have to <laughs> no, try to choke, never, never choke never down? Mind. That's what would be. I would I would do it with Donald Trump because he would get McDonald's and I would just eat McDonald's with Donald Trump. No, I kind of want to watch oh, him yeah. eat a well done steak with ketchup. I kind of want to see yeah. that. And a diet, but I, I would enjoy making Gwyneth Paltrow try to choke down a McNugget. <laughs> it just I just don't see that. It'd be like a four hour. She'd cut it. She'd use a knife and four one McNugget make it seventeen. Pieces. <laughs> she take the skin off. I'm I'm so down for this. This is we're gonna do this. All right. Uh, do you, Do you think this is one of those things that you think it'll catch on? You think more celebrities will do something like this? I think this is what they're trying to test. Who right else? Now. Who else would do it? Who's another celebrity that would do it? I can't think. It's got to it. be a celebrity on the downslope. Mm. Let's just be honest. Gwyneth has passed. She's not. She's <laughs> like not a ski slope. Yes. She is not uh, irrelevant. But she's not relevant for acting. She's not getting the lead roles anymore. She's getting. She's not you, interested. She's in you go there. She's and you a just ask. But she questions. likes the attention. Yeah. She's had the attention for so long that she likes the attention, and it's a good chunk of money. I know it's a good chunk. Actually, of money. Megan and Harry. I mean, they're on the downslope for income pretty soon. Ooh, you know, maybe that would they. Be good. Can you imagine spending the night with Megan and Harry? You hear oh. them fighting in the other room. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, it's it's not them fighting. It's her yelling at him and him just kind of having his or head he, down, sitting but, in a corner, staring yeah. at the wall. I told yeah. you to sell your gun collection. Now there's people here and it's dangerous. It's, yeah. It would be fantastic. You get pajamas made with uh, pictures of his real father all over them. <laughs> uh, there's a $20 one there from Olivia Claire. She said, hopefully you get a third crisis party. Happy Friday, everyone. Any good weekend plans at all? Thanks for all the joy you guys bring me every day. That's sweet. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you like it because Doll Click is in the chat and Doll Click does not like this segment. Doll Click is very oh. offended by this segment. Why? I, Somebody's a fan of Shakespeare in love. Yeah. Never got over is, it. Uh, I, or the other thing is you Sliding go, doors. What you do is you go to to her house and you ask nothing but questions like, what was Robert Downey Jr. life? I, like, I love Iron Man. He was great in that movie. And you just make... 
make her no. feel what? bad. No. You ask her about m- movies she wasn't in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, insi- you ask it like she was the star of it. You know? What was it like working when with you Patrick in, Swayze? <laughs> was it life changing? <laughs> Paul Newman in Color of Money, when you were there with Tom Cruise, what was that like? What Basic that? Instinct. That was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, the one actress, just pick an actress that she always has to audition with. <laughs> every <laughs> like, re- every Reese Witherspoon <laughs> movie. So when you were playing Johnny Cash's wife. Or Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Or Drew Barrymore. All that all that time period would yeah. be any rom com. Just constantly yeah. get it way wrong. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go to super chats on this one. Uh Kai said who's on Epstein's listen? Uh is, list? is listen list or island, or is that like a mixture of both of them? <laughs> I listen. I'm not on that list. Uh, that was the funny thing is like the the number one thing that came out of um, the government once again supposedly telling us that aliens were real is that all the memes were like great. Now can you tell us who the hell was on Epstein's client list? <laughs> like nobody actually cared about the alien. How did you guys feel about that? Uh, the, once again, the government telling you that aliens were real. I think they're real. <laughs> you think they're real? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, well, I watched the hearings, and you know. I don't know. I I actually think that there's there are various you know make made up stuff and people want to fantasize about various things about it. But I mean, there has been for a long time people who are pretty legit in their careers who have said we see really bizarre things. Like how is a a random cube in the sky like floating around that has no thermal propulsion? I Demons. mean, it, it. I mean, well. <laughs> But I mean, these these are things. Ah, I haven't heard that one in a while. Sometimes there's things that are coming up out of the ocean. We've hardly explored our ocean, so we don't. Outside, I don't know. Was it two months ago in the backyard, probably nine o'clock at night, and we don't live that far from here. And I was putting food out for the birds in the morning, and I saw the weirdest damn thing in the sky. It was probably ten rectangles of light going in a train motion okay just all in line okay. moving from horizon to horizon what the hell is that so i called her and she's like what and said, come out of here she's like what and I, yeah, I like i don't know what i don't know what it is i filmed it with i grabbed my phone i filmed it it was silent i watched it go from horizon mm-hmm. to horizon she came out and I'm like, i posted it on twitter i'm like what the hell is this and it turns out that there's something called <laughs> a uh, what is it uh What's uh, the satellite train? No, uh, what's the the Elon Musk uh, oh, internet the, company? Um, Skylink. Starlink. Starlink. There's a Starlink. Sty, Starlink satellite train. It's a series oh, of Starlink satellites okay. that go across their low orbit, and you can see them. They reflect light or have light or whatever yeah. it is. It was the weirdest damn thing. I've always believed it. I was like, I remember thinking, what? Do I get the hell out of here? Do I grab everybody and put them in the car? Like, is it I, actually swamp gas? We, don't we wish we had the bunker but right now? You, there are websites where you can, if it's clear night, you can see this thing and yeah. you can yeah. know when it's going to pass overhead. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you guys. The weirdest damn thing. Thank you. It's just like, why, does, why did the government not want you to believe in aliens at some point? And why do they want you to believe in aliens now? Yeah. That's my question. Hunter I, Biden. I think whistleblowers. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's really funny, the swamp gas thing you mentioned, because like that's there's a show called The Librarians. It's based off a, a book series that got turned into like a made-for-TV movies called The Librarian. Mm-hmm. And there's like in the show, there it's this running gag where because they're, they're part of basically a library that goes and solves like not extraterrestrial, but like magical problems and all this stuff. They just inter- they just introduce themselves as the librarian and the people who they go to, like government agents, local police. They just go, oh, and then it's just never spoken of again. And they say, and you tell them swamp gas. 
Like when, whenever something's wrong and they ask what the hell was that, no matter how ridiculous it is, you just go, swamp gas. Swamp gas. <laughs> so this is the problem. Do you know that Paul Giamatti has a whole podcast devoted to alien and strange no things that happen? Yeah. He's, he's very much into it. I, I heard him talking to Dana Carvey. The where other day where does he it. find the time? I don't know, but he just, he's so like, they're into only filming it. so many T Mobile commercials yeah. where he needs to be Albert Einstein. Well, he's but no, he's, John and Adam, he, so. Yeah, he's, bill, he's <laughs> on the show Billions. Or is that his brother? No, it's him. No, it's him. Nobody, no, nobody hires Marcus Giamatti anymore. That's that's not a thing. Paul Giamatti's the one. Do you that know who Paul Giamatti's father was? Uh, no. A. Bartlett Giamatti, the commissioner of baseball, and who died in the early '90s. Really? While, while commissioner of baseball, he's the guy who banned Pete Rose for life. That Pete Rose said he had a deal that he would unban him after a certain amount of time, and then Bart Giamatti. Never mind. Died. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, well, one thing put Pete he, Rose in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. One yeah. thing that he's talked about is that there is a theory that people who um, have UFO experiences allegedly they um, they might be actually having uh, traumatic experiences in their personal life, like something. It's probably know, true. It, yeah. it, it, like something like in their family, like ancestors, or, or something that happened that's traumatic, and they cover it up, thinking that it's a ufo experience or their brain changes it to something else mm -hmm. yeah. so that is a theory out there of what it is but. in the chats uh andrina says i love paul he was on billions he was also in the amanda Bynes movie uh big fat liar oh, yeah. with uh frankie frankie munitz I love, great movie. love that movie when I was a kid. All right. <laughs> let's, let's hold off on the rest. We got one more to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. And this one is going to be a bit ridiculous. So let's have some fun with it. Doll, chill. It's, we're, we're just going to be fun. We're just going to have some fun <laughs> here. Uh, this man paid $19,000 for a wolf suit, and he wears it when he's not feeling human. I'm going to put the picture up on screen right now. I never wear it out. <laughs> that, that's what it says in the article. I, I don't wear it out. Japanese men wearing realistic, Ugh. lifelike fursuits are terrorizing the public, and this needs to be stopped by the state. It's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. It's weird. You belong in an asylum. No, it man. Let, not... let them live. Let them live, I say. Look, what we have, we're in an age now where, uh, like, look, people back in the day, would uh, whether they were furries or they were other kin or all this stuff. They kept they just, it to themselves. But now they've got money <laughs> and, and they're high-functioning and, and they're going out in their suits. You, I say let them be. You call this high-functioning? Yeah. Someone read Little Red Riding Hood way too many yes. times mm -hmm. and was just like. Hmm. Every picture that you look at, it gets scarier. The, yeah. Yes. The Get kid, that child away from me. I know. The kid looks surprisingly <laughs> looks unafraid. Like a <laughs> yeah, the kid is like, this is my weird dad. I, I would say yeah, that they sorry, probably Will. shouldn't be, they should sorry, be allowed Will. around the children. The kid is remembering all this stuff, writing yeah. it into her memory and then the for the one, therapist. He's hiding behind a tree. <laughs> yeah. The wolf fanatic described how he invites friends over to his house and will dress up in his wolf costume. He's got his mouth open he's permanently to it in the, in the ah, kind of voice. Like, <laughs> ah. and he poses like that, too. It's like weird. Ah. <laughs> I, the, the one behind the tree is the one that is particularly. It's like, hey, kids, I have candy. But yeah, uh, now the the real the real one would be him driving a, a white van, like a panel van, <laughs> Wait, in the he, wolf costume. I think he can close the mouth. In the, the last other... full body picture, why is he acting like his he's drying his nails? <laughs> he's doing the exact opposite of jazz hands. Like, all right, I can't touch anything. Guys, got, look, could you guys, open this drawer for me? I need to get a fork. Guys I can't got a, do it. Guys got a job. Guys holding down. A, got, he's holding down a job. He's got his own life. He can clearly afford to spend it he's on. Got this his own life. Guy, He's got, I take issue with 
the, the, the he's got his own life. He's thing. got his Somebody own. Somebody with their own life isn't dropping twenty grand on a wolf costume. He's got he's he's making his own money. He well, looks at other humans in a precarious situations and said, "I could help you." But I'm going to drop 20 grand on a wolf costume. Maybe instead. maybe we're the problem. Maybe if we weren't such a horrible race of humans, these people wouldn't feel the need to dress up as animals. Stop we're, acting we're hungry. Specious. Get out of my way. Yeah. I've got to go pick up my $20,000 wolf costume. <laughs> One comment said people will do anything to poop in public. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just a day in San Francisco. So. Yeah, he doesn't need to do that. He just <laughs> moved to Japan and San Francisco. <laughs> Uh, actually, maybe that's what they'll start doing. People in San Francisco will start buying these suits, yeah. and in the no, what the government will do is they'll give them to the homeless people. Yeah. That way, they don't have to to feel. They'll say like, "Look, they need it to feel comfortable." Yeah. you know, it's to help them. They're just wolves. They just yeah. want to be themselves. It's kind of logistically hard to shoot up when you're in a fur suit. <laughs> Imagine the mechanics of making this suit function in that way. Got, yeah. Can't can't work. Can't work. Uh, and the other guy who dressed up as a realistic collie. We talked uh, about that, yeah. We also talked about him. He special ordered his for a similar amount, like $15,000. It's people with too much money and not enough problems. That's Well, that's the, the world we live in right now. There's a Fisher Spooner song called We Need a War. And he posted videos of it onto his YouTube channel, which is called I Want to Be an Animal. <laughs> it's very simple in your face. I like it. Um, I, I, and he got interviewed by this German TV station and this this german reporter was the one holding his leash walking him around the city and that reporter's like i went to journalism him. school I, I did four years of broadcast journalism and i'm walking a human being in a fursuit around no that's, yeah, that's like going i have forty thousand dollars in student loan debt for yeah. this <laughs> yeah well, that's, i mean that oh. saves him you know dog walker budget you know that's, that's exactly right who's gonna pick up the poop though <laughs> Uh, should we show the Daily Because the Daily Wire yes. uh, made a video that uh, they aped something that we that we did first, did we not? That Xavier well, it is, did first. It was Xavier's joke that yes. he said on the show about uh, the woman on the plane, that MF is not real. Yeah. Here it is. Let's, let's watch this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, ow! That m that back there is not real. <laughs> but I am telling you, ow! That the uh yeah the other dogs were getting uncanny valley from the yeah. fake collie because they can smell the the chemicals her voice sounds like that dog would bark i i want to meet that lady i, I want to meet that lady we need to bring her on the we show. need to bring her on the show she's she's going to be famous she, she should be more famous than that lady who threw the bra on stage at drake who got um, the contract with playboy i sent you a video of the the collie guy um from they the posted article, on right? twitter Oh, is that Twitter? where he literally scoots on his floor? That guy doesn't. They haven't shown who that guy really is, have they? No, he hasn't yeah. shown himself. Uh, he's got a makes it a little bit. Uh, I can't. Allegedly, he want, doesn't want to tell anybody who he really is because like he doesn't it. want to weird out his friends and family. Yeah. Which, well, I think they kind of suspected already before. <laughs> It'd be like the great skit where, like, one day, like, he'll 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 steal himself, he'll tell them, and they'll all be like, "We know, dude." Like, it's Vivek Ramaswamy. Hey! I can just tell by the way he's sitting there. You can't tell me this isn't some kind of weird sexual fetish. I don't know. I mean, I, we know that regular furries are doing it for a fetish too, no matter how much they deny it. 
I mean, it, it could just be something where it's it's a coping mechanism. Why it's a are weird you defending these people? Shut up. I'm you sound def- crazy. You, are you a closet furry? Are you I've that guy? That's are you me. that guy? <laughs> I've been saying that. Have you Brett's ever seen that Collie and Brett in the room at the same time? No. No. Coincidence? I no. think not. Could be. See, it's not really full on, though, because yeah. you should get hair transplants and actually be full on in it. There are people who legitimately do tattoos and full on surgeries to be whatever the thing that they're trying to be. Just putting on a costume is just not you're half assing it. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're being a poser. Yeah. Yeah. It's just cosplay or something. It's also Japan. Japan is just yeah. kind of weird uh, in general. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts? Think we'll do this here? People do this here? They already do. They're called furries. That's, that's in New York. So no. it's already here. No, that wasn't. The collie is in New York. Oh, the collie was in New York. The wolf is in the, Japan. The guy, they're both Japanese. They were, they were both yeah. Japanese. Well, we don't yeah. know. We have the, only the collie's word to go on. That one. So <laughs> he I, could be lying. I, I never met a collie that was worth its weight in poop. No <laughs> well, way. the next step they're is evil. that is actually people who will do this. I mean, there's there's a girl in uh, I think Carroll County in Maryland or something where she actually is, and even I think Montgomery County too, um, that. Uh, uh, is a cat and they actually have a litter box there at the school for her uh, for see that i don't encourage because you're encouraging mental uh mental illness from somebody because they're trying to incorporate it into their everyday life these stories seem like about as close to healthy as you can be with something like this. but the next step is for that girl to probably wear the costume get the cat costume as close to healthy as you can be with this is telling your therapist about it Stopping. Maybe he does. Burning your costume. No, well, then you need a new therapist. Maybe he does. Like, you know what you really need to do? Maybe sapukuing. 20 grand. Yeah. Look, uh, the thing is, there's going to be lots of money to made on this because uh, what will end up happening, both of these people have millions of dollars to be made by becoming NPC animal streamers where they then say, mmm, ice cream, so good, except for it's like, mmm, dog food, so good. And they can make tons of money that way as well. Did you guys Mm -hmm. see those videos? No. No. The, the NPC streamers are women on TikTok live streams who like when they get a donation, they react to it. And it's like if it's if the emoji is like ice cream, they're like, mm, ice cream so good. Oh, and I they just those. do this. They, they yes. repeat these taglines and these phrases for hours on end and oh. they're making thousands of dollars a day. I saw that. I was I started to question the future of our country. Heather, your weekend when... is booked now. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh no there was the the one that I saw yesterday where um the lady was doing it and then like they uh, I'll I'll just send it to you later I don't think we could show it it's I we can't show it on here but it's uh, it's calling them out but I'll I'll show it to you later these things will probably never go away because these types of stories always used to happen it's just they would happen in the Inquirer or they would happen you know on smaller blogs but now sites like the New York Post now understand that there's uh, a lot of this people this is probably been, been viewed a million times yeah, yeah exactly like these stories are you know they're interesting enough where people can go have a round table discussion like nobody wants to talk about politics uh, like maybe that's the good thing right we're worried about everybody arguing about politics maybe we need to get rid of that because people can't seem to have a civil discussion about politics anyways stop talking about politics around the water cooler talk about the weird wolfman collie people around the water cooler it's it's less dangerous for society yeah, mm. people are so desperate for attention yes. that they just, they're seeking anything that'll Somebody would still out. find a way to be offended. Who are you to judge? What's going on? You're making fun of this person. I'm this sure person. there's people in that choice. It's a perfectly right valid now. choice. That's, I, hey, Brent's I... It's like, don't judge them. I said Their nothing, lifestyle choices. I said His pronouns nothing, are Lassie and Tin Tin Tin. I said nothing that. of the sort. I, I just made the argument to say, look, the guy's got a job. He's working, whatever. Who am I he to tell this He should lose his job. How am I, who am I to tell him how to he live his life? He should be ostracized. 
ostracized from society. He should be locked up in an asylum. Go off. I'm speaking on behalf of sanity. Wrong. People like this used Wrong. to be shamed. Yeah. Yeah. Why are I you mean, defending we it? Have blurred, I'm actually like... Thank you well, for bringing it back to my point that yeah. we have obliterated the line between famous and infamous, and it's just yeah. about getting attention. And, and is the question like, did these people reach out and ask for these articles to be written, or did somebody just see this happen and then be like, oh, that would be interesting? Well, they probably saw this weirdo there. fake dog yeah. walking down the street going, what the hell is yeah. that? Took some pictures, and this <laughs> and also, person realized it, I better get out in front of this. It comes back to the same I argument we always, that we always <laughs> make, that you care because you care about society going uh, in a good direction and you want to save society i just don't care I, I just let it happen like as long as the dog's not peeing on me i guess i don't really care if the dog pees on me then i have a problem i would kick this if i saw it walking down the street <laughs> then then the, then the really funny part was like who like do you get arrested like does animal control get involved do you yeah. get arrested for animal yeah. cruelty or for hurting a human being Net him and throw him in a van. Like, Trans take him to the pound. Our dogs. <laughs> Bring these people to the pound because. Uh, I'm serious. Like, what, like, what if, like, go. what if somebody kicked this dog thinking it was a real dog? They're just a bad person who went to kick a dog. Yeah. They end up kicking a human being, and they're like, "Damn it, I'm going to go to jail." Well, for they'd have the defense assault. that they're blind. Yes. So they, they wouldn't have to worry <laughs> about it. All right, let's go to super chats. Let's finish up here. Uh, quite Blackfield said Tim Dillon had an all-time Lizzo take. Ten Lizzo's working together. What did you expect? And she's made enough money off the pigs. Time to leave the barn. Time for Lizzo to get skinny and red-pilled. <laughs> Doubt that's going to happen <laughs> uh, at this point. The Ninja said Jessica Simpson is a hard six. What? Mm. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Not back then. I thought she was very pretty back then. Have you seen the recent mm. photos of her? Oh, she lost a bunch of weight again, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. Grin said, day two of MABGA, make American bullying great again. Thanks for the correction, Miss Morgan. Off to a great start with my protest. Yeah, we need to make bullying great again in this country. Mary's saying bully the, we're gonna have bully the poor people. animals. <laughs> Kai said, I need the rebel yell, Phil. Phil isn't here. Who are you talking to? He really wants to talk to Phil. Okay. Disco Jensen said, we need a return to meritocracy in all facets of American culture. I blame the Marxist infiltration of education. Uh, I agree. I, I don't know. What the, was that relevant to something we were talking about today? I have no idea. But thank you. And I, I do agree. Uh, the Ninja said that 70s show holds up. Thoughts? Does it? I know that people think that that 90s show is awful. Like that 90s show is apparently really, really bad. What about the reboot of that 70s show? That's what it is. It's called that yeah, 90s yeah. show. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called that 90s show. Apparently it's really, really No, but bad. I mean, I thought they have a show with the original cast. It is. It's called that 90s oh, show. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought they just, made one older that now. 90s show. Yeah. Yeah. Shane H. Wilder said, can Monday's poll be who is worse, Cody or Bad App? <laughs> so we, we could do that. That's not very nice to the, the people in the chat. I, I don't really want to do that. We can, wait, maybe Monday is the, the polls like, uh, which is worse, the collie or the wolfman? Mm -hmm. Disco Jensen said, YouTube is not allowing me to super chat a warning. All I'm saying is the system hates us independent. Uh, I, I do agree with that. And uh, I think that what's funny is because YouTube makes a lot of money off independent content creators for how much they seem to hate them. I mean, that was all kind of encapsulated perfectly when they started giving ad preference to CNN and Fox and MSNBC, you know, authoritative news sources uh, at a time when we needed independent media more than ever. And there's a $20 one there from Vatican II Electric Boogaloo. I like your name, my friend. A first cause whose pure act, purely simple, not composed of contingent parts and intelligent enough to create a complex but ordered universe screw off i don't believe in that made-up nonsense little gren men so true 
Little green men, I'm guessing. Green men? That means, uh, oh, yeah. Um, as far as aliens go, is is the logic like, look, in a million galaxies and a million planets per galaxy, it's just hard to believe that there's not life on any other planet but ours, right? I'm just questioning why does the government want us to believe in aliens at this moment? Well, yeah, why I mean, is it convenient for them they want us to believe in aliens now rather than before when they denied it? Yeah. It's probably for a bad reason. Disco Jensen said, collect physical media while you still can. Yeah, one thing that I've stopped doing, unfortunately, like I just, uh, I've kind of fell, fallen off that. I like I left all my media, at, like I didn't bring it with me when I moved out here. And one, one thing that a streaming service could do, if they really, really wanted to build something that I would love to watch would be one, they'd have to make a commitment as part of their branding to be like, look, we're not going to change the material. Maybe it's one that has to do only licensed content. So it's like, uh, we're only going to take shows if they agree to not give us the edited versions. Also get the audio commentaries. I want like, yeah. I know one of the big losses on streaming services is you don't get the great audio commentaries. That no, you come don't get the, the bonus content either. Yeah. It'd be nice if you could, if you purchase something on iTunes for a dollar more, maybe you could, since they can put them on, a lot of them on a Blu-ray now. Yeah. You get 10, you can put 10 movies on a Blu-ray. You can order it for a dollar more. Since you've already purchased the IP, you have it. That'd be great. Then you'd have it there. And it's like, the thing is like, you can go like, the bonus features end up on the internet because that, you know, they put, they ended up on like the Warner Brothers YouTube channel yeah. or whatever, but they can't put the audio commentaries there because that's the full movie. I want one of these streaming services to actually offer the full audio commentary that they make for, and not just the one that comes out on the original. I want the 20th anniversary audio commentary where they just say the same thing, only more tired and, and slightly older and more depressed. I want them all. I love those. C2 Gaming said, have some monies for from a hard and long work week. Missed most of the shows, sadly. Hope it was a fun week. We need Beauty and the Geek back. Shout out to the Discord, particularly Andrina and Marie. Winky face. Okay, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I disavow. I, I don't know what the last part means, but yes. Uh, and thank you for that. I, hopefully you uh, get a chance to watch next week. Corey Anderson, I'm not going to read either of those. Shane H. Wilder said, why does this video sound like a kid trying to invite someone over for a sleepover and failing badly? Come hang out with us, says, says uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Come hang out with me and my husband. <laughs> Disco Jensen said, the city girls going to book and turn up. If they don't vet, it could be headlines. <laughs> yeah, the city girls' girls' trips are never, never pretty. Benrick5 said, can we agree that celebs have lost so much credibility? They aren't nearly as famous as they think they are. Maybe shut up and act. I, I actually do think they're as famous as they think they are most of the time. I mean, not, I mean the big name ones. Gwyneth Paltrow is still very, very famous. Whether we like, whether people like it or not, they're still very, very famous. It's just that, uh, does that really matter to you or I who just don't have that cult of worship around these people? I'm thankful for social media showing who yeah. these people are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say like back in the day, you would have you would have never known this about yeah. them because they wouldn't have had the platform the shield, to tell yeah. you how how. I mean, the publicists and people that were responsible for a star's image worked overtime to make sure that mm -hmm. they didn't say stupid things yeah. mm -hmm. all the time. Now oh, they just kind of job was to keep things out of the paper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the publicist was to tell you no. Now they have like probably somebody who lives in their house who is their social media content creator who's constantly going, no, we need more stuff for our, get more traffic. Yeah. So more Qu likes. Quinnith Paltrow's just looking at somebody like hold the phone and record them and she's just <laughs> like, is it on? Is it on? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Bags 86 asks us, thoughts on the term unhoused replacing homeless? Stupid. Oh my God. Unbelievably stupid. <laughs> I have a friend who lives in... in 
uh, San Francisco and was talking to him a couple of weeks ago. And he was talking about being attacked by a homeless guy. And he kept saying unhoused. And it's Uh-oh. like, John, this is a safe space. We're on the phone. You can, <laughs> you can talk like a normal human being. Like, my God. You grew I'm sure up in homeless people's biggest problem is people right. calling them homeless. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Not the fact that they're homeless. <laughs> Person without home will be next. I am not a um, junkie. Uh, I am an abuser of substances against my will, and I am unhoused. That's what I said. Back I before, challenge you to a before, duel. Before I went to rehab, Mary, what I would say is I, I'm not an addict. I'm, I'm simply someone who partakes too much. Yes. That's, that's what I said. Disco Jensen said crisis party, and then Surenko Productions said crisis party. It did work that time, guys. I believe it was Disco Jensen's that made it happen. So thank you to both of you. Kenamono said Olivia has spoken. Thank you. That she did. Shane H. Wilder said, I would like to announce an Airbnb stay at my apartment where you will enjoy TV, <laughs> chrism-scented candle- candles, and a deep freezer full of choice meats and fish from the highly exclusive Sam's Club. See, I oh, like well. the idea of that somebody doing... delicious. Yeah. I like yeah. the idea of somebody doing like their own version of this where it's just like, just, okay, it's that, but for regular people. <laughs> like, you can come. Like, sure, it's on-the-street parking, but like... <laughs> I thought the Airbnb experience was also so that they left... Like she's not even leaving. Like, <laughs> well, these are separate yeah. houses. There are some of them that, like, you can rent a bedroom. That's really awkward. That's like, what if you yeah. win and then you say, like, could you just let me stay in the house alone? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd rather. She's like, I'm not leaving you alone with my possessions. Yeah. You gotta figure that they're gonna have a film crew trying to document this moment for yeah. Airbnb's advertising yeah. purposes. Well, but ends- what if the people are like? Glennis, we don't want to have dinner with you. I don't want to see you. Yeah. Get out, please. I've, I've paid good money nothing serve us for this dinner, room. Actually, yeah. I want nothing to do with you. I'm going by the pool. By the way, I invited 80 friends over. They followed <laughs> my phone. And we're all n- nudists. So we're going in the pool. <laughs> actually, she might like that. There's just 500 security cameras everywhere. And like all the lamps are tied, are like zip tied down. So you can't take, they all like, if you pick it up, an alarm goes off. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Anderson said, when is there going to be a PCC meetup? Uh, I, I don't know. We, that, that could be something that could maybe be thought of, but we'd maybe have to or organize that through Timcast. Through the, yeah, we wouldn't the, really be in charge of that. Yeah. Serenko Productions said, I'm telling you right now, that dog is not real. It's not real. <laughs> It's not real. Venric Five said, I lived in Japan for three years. The culture is half old school conservative and the other half is only worried about their hair and looks. No, So makes sense. It's just that the hair and looks that they're worried about are that of a dog, not that of a human. Maybe uh, he's she, really old. Shane H. Wilder said, I'm with Mary. I would kick it. <laughs> there you go. Thank well, you. As, Someone agrees with me. As usual, the chat takes Mary's side on this one. That's, that's <laughs> fine. All right, guys, before we go, would you hit the like button on this video and would you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? Thank you very much for that. Uh, Derek, my friend, would you like to shout anything out? Help. No. <laughs> I've been locked in this room in my hotel. No, uh, go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast. You hear the week in effing review. The news talked about the way it deserves to be talked about. Perfect. Heather. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Heather Hunter DC. All right. Mary, where can they find you? You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on Twitter or X. That is also Mary Archived. Perfect. Guys, if you want to follow me, Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter from Elon Musk, uh, at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms. Pop Culture Crisis is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you would like to listen to this podcast, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. If you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter, 
now known as X from Elon Musk at pop culture underscore show Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis and on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod we'll be back with another episode on Monday we'll see you then guys bye later bye.